Comics Assemble, it's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Network, hosted by me, Henry Gilbert, that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, on Twitter. That's the sound. And boy, this we've got a jam-packed episode for you today in the Merry Marvel Manor. <laughs> to talk about all the exciting things of sorry, last DC weekend. Fans. Yeah, mm. sorry guys. I think they know not to be excited, but Chris, mm. <laughs> you already blew the our, Okay, so we got a regular guest, uh, a regular co-host Christopher Antista here. You got a little dick. It's pathetic. I'm never taking that off the soundboard. Never. I'm and never taking course, any of the sounds off the soundboard. Mm-hmm. And of course, we could not do a Marvel Cinematic Universe discussion without Brett Elson. Uh, Michael Grimm. No. Oh, um, I don't need him here to say like this though. is this is gay. Jack off motion. <laughs> Man, he, he wouldn't use gay as a pejorative. That's not fair. Yeah, not on mic. <laughs> no. Um, well, you gotta so. save something for the trenches, man. We can't. <laughs> so obviously, we're going to talk about Avengers: Age of Ultron on this episode. Right but, now, but get yeah. ready for some. I want to kick it off with something well, super let fast. Let me tell people Go first. It. They don't have to worry if they if they have somehow yet to see Avengers: Age of Ultron. It's not oh. until July in Japan. Uh, so, if you don't want spoilers for it, don't worry. We will not talk any about Age of Ultron spoilers At the top of the show. until the second half of the show. So, after the break with the Hank score and all that stuff. So, we don't even, worry. Instead of reading your responses for the last week's question of the week, we have posted an article with pictures from last week's question of the week. Was which to sh- I just wanted to see everybody's comic store yeah. uh, on free comic book day. And I wanted to look, learn, but I didn't know for sure. Do other countries celebrate Free Comic Book Day? Turns out they do not. Yeah, um, they do it's been not. Like celebrate. how Red Nose Day is big in Europe. It's almost like it was uh, done in conjunction with comic distributors in North America. No, no, but still, it's it's. I think it's a lovely little uh, pop culture day. Yeah. I, well, I think so, it's fantastic. Just because you didn't participate, you spoil sports. I bought a black costume Spider-Man Appy Juice. All right, wait, at what? A, <laughs> at a I took a picture of it. I posted. Well, it. all right. Well, let's get I, into oh, that. I want to. A couple of things. I want to interrupt both of you. A couple of things i wanted to thank Agam- anthony slash agamemnon he sent me the humble kids bundle which is on humble bundle right now i don't know why it's called that because axe cop is on there <laughs> but a bunch of neat shit that i have not read at all uh including super dinosaur which i'm really excited that's about. a great book kirkman for kids. betty and veronica's prince's storybook that's mine but either way i got that shit now i also wanted to thank dan Am- amrick for Hi. being on for being on laser time this week and pretty much hosting it with the bad beatles covers mm-hmm. episode and i again i don't want it to be like every time i'm super proud of a laser time and love it a lot nobody else does mm-hmm. but i hopefully this won't go that route but it's bad beetle cover songs and i couldn't believe which one was my favorite takeaway do you remember the show hank yeah do you yeah. remember which one i laughed uh, the most at i would guess it was the bill cosby one no it was not even cl- well i mean that was just like i i think all of our mouths dropped yeah uh, cool. knowing that bill cosby did a beatles cover it was uh kathy barbarian oh yes um, this oh was- so you looked at I don't know for reason that made me laugh most of all and Dan said to look into her because she is an avant-garde aria opera singer Mm-hmm. And became what? semi-famous. What do you remember? Why? Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> yeah, that it was based. She did one for comic book sound effects. She did a song or a track or maybe even an album solely based on onomatopoeia of the sound effects you see on the pages of comic books. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
And I want to say uh, thank you to Paratoilet. Uh, he sent me this on Twitter. This is... I don't know. I, I, you rarely ever see something that's pure insanity from, like, the 1960s. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is... It's insane. It's wow. insane. I couldn't find... It. There's no good clip. Because it seems like an old lady going insane. Yeah, did they just, like, mic her cell or something? <laughs> like, it, The video is pretty nice because it shows you what she's actually saying. <laughs> this is a pre-Thwip world, Beautiful. I imagine. Yeah, no, Thwip existed at this point. This was late 60s. Kathy oh. Barbarian and Miss Miller were the heroes of that show. Laser time, people. Yeah. Listen to a telephone. Well, geez, if we're doing early show plugs, let me tell people again those Avengers commentary tracks, oh, man. Yeah. Lasertime.bandcamp.com. Now that you want to watch the Avengers again after seeing the new film, go it's there and get it and listen to it. I'd love to plug undone. the rest of this episode. Mm. Yeah, no, hey, I wanted to get into it, but Chris <laughs> had to sidetrack with his plugs. So I mistake. like getting mine in. If I may say, it's gay. <laughs> so, before we get into the proper what you've been reading, yeah, it was Free Comic Book Day this mm-hmm. last weekend. I, I wrote an article about Free Comic Book Day telling people, mm-hmm. buy these comics when you go to the store because, you know, it's not free. The comics aren't free for the retailers. They're paying a company for them to get people into the store. So buy stuff there. And I wanted to talk real quick about yours and I's Free Comic Book Day experience. Sure. So, actually, yours starts early in the day. So what did you do first? And well, I just I wanted to go like to my favorite comic store because last year they had a Wolverine Boba Fett out there. I thought I'd make a great picture. Uh, went to Mission Comics. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a great art space. What I, I don't know if we said last year is that free comic book day doesn't mean you can just like bring a barrel over to the table <laughs> and just start shoving shit in. I think Certainly not. I've never been to a place that didn't have a limit on how many you yeah. could take. Yeah. And that's good because if we didn't say that enough that those retailers pay for those out of pocket mm-hmm. uh, in order to get you in the store so they're not free for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they also, Mission Comics took 25% off everything in the store, which I thought was absolute insanity. Yeah, I don't know uh, where their profit is. No, on that, all books, half yeah. off cover <laughs> price. It beats being sweaty <laughs> and staying around to the closing of Comic Con. It's the only other place to well, get that's that experience. when you get seventy five percent off. Oh, but yeah, I just yeah. I brought up the Scro- Uncle Scrooge number one and uh, uh, holy shit I forgot already uh, up to the table um, and it was like eleven dollars. I'm like what Jesus? <laughs> like I was I come here anyway all the time and I'm enjoying the stranger discount. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried to write it uh, like the same reason I'm in love with the Christmas specials. It's the one day a year where everybody feels like they're in love with the thing that I like, even yeah. if they're pretending and strangers and you can reap the benefits just by going out and supporting your local comic store. Well, and so then you went over to the Oakland store yeah. and, uh, to visit well, you hang went, out with me. You didn't want to go to your main haunt or something like uh, that? Okay, so first I didn't because Fantastic Comics was going to be very crowded. Mm-hmm. I was not going to go there. Last year I tried to go before noon and there was a line around the block and I didn't even do an- get anything on Free Comic Book Day. Mm, so this oh. year I was like, I'm going to Dr. Comics and Mr. Games in Oakland. It's great. Isn't that a great and name? it'll have a better... It'll be easier. Dr. It's, Comics and Mr. Games. And so we we went there at like three. We mm-hmm. met up there at three, mm-hmm. and it was definitely a busy store, but it wasn't like a line. Right before you got there, the there, were, there were there what? There were a bunch of cosplayers there, early, oh, like right so before cool. you got there. And then I had to run to a Pete's, like a sad little pathetic <laughs> millennial, and charge my phone. So, <laughs> where am I, Henry? Lock up your bike. Lock up my charge bike. your phone. Charge my phone. And yeah, I just like the turnout. I'm of like, thirty-five years old. There were old. so many kids. <laughs> there were so many kids mm-hmm. there. I like that, especially little girls, like holding their free comic books and. Uh, yeah, Dr. Comics and Mr. Games, it was three was your 
three was your limit as three well. Limit. And it was really hard to pick because as a mainstream nerd, I wanted the Marvel and DC ones, but I didn't also yeah. want to limit myself on I, the other I things. actually didn't see Divergence anywhere. No, they had Divergence there. Did they? they? they, they the the, the yeah. free Divergence? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it because I didn't get it. Though, so at that place, I got... All new, all different Avengers, The Secret Wars Zero, and then at the suggestion of listener Triscuitable, I got the JoJo uh, Bizarre Journey uh, book. Adventure or Adventure, Journey? The preview thing of that, which is basically 20, 15 pages in the middle of a fight scene, <laughs> and it kind of makes no sense. It's beautiful, and it reminded me that I want to read more JoJo mm-hmm. from the beginning, but but it was cool, and I'm glad I listened to you, Triscuitable. So, I got the, the Ninja Turtles and... Uh, uh, Fight Club 2. Yeah, Fight Club I'm 2. Strangely, the most interesting. I have not read anything but the uh, Secret Wars preview. Well, and so then, and uh, and then there we also bought, I bought B and Puppycat Collection mm-hmm. and Black Science Volume 1, and you bought Jupiter's Legacy, I Yes, believe. and you got, or you, uh, we got, what, uh, J- Justice League Volume 2? No, no, you you bought that. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. I but it was under your recommendation. Yeah. Uh, and so, because you wanted a DC thing, I wanted a DC thing. I, I didn't even take a picture of it. I'm like, if I don't have a picture of a DC thing in here, people are gonna eat my ass alive. But and then we went through stuff and like, oh, I fuck, I have all this already. I actually have all this already. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I didn't want to buy anything Marvel or DC that day. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to buy something else. So then, after this, mm-hmm. you and I separate. I get back on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, when I get home, I'm like, you know what? I'm outside already. I'll just go to Fantastic Comics and see if they're, they are busy. And they weren't. They weren't busy. Like, I mean, it was busy, but there was no line. Mm-hmm. Like, it was 4 o'clock, and they still had a ton of free comics. They weren't. I was also worried they were going to be sold out. So <laughs> they had a cool deal there where they just had a bag of all of the kids' ones. Like all oh, wow. 10 the kid ones, like here's this bag of all 10 kid ones, and then you pick two grown up ones because it was all about being kid friendly. Like they wanted the kids to have everything, so here's your porn. But that's where I got Divergence and was mm-hmm. able to read that. And then also there was Gail Simone, comic writer that's Gail crazy. Simone. She was there doing a signing and she was really cool. And I got to, I bought two of her books there. I got Red Sonia Volume 1, which I'll get into, and the newest recollection of The Secret Six, which is an amazing book. I love Secret Six. You guys got to read that. I, I went in actually like... A DC book that I enjoyed people. To put a, okay? to, to put a time stamp on it, we had seen Age of Ultron the night before and I had my face rocked by Vision. I'm like, well, I want something fucking vision on free comic book day right impossible to find except for the marvel trade absolute vision i have it's what i have which is an 80s story it's not i'm not slamming it for being 80s i'm slamming it for being not that thick in 50 dollars. it was 50 dollars for this small paperback trade that's what really? i have it yeah like it was 43.99 uh, that can't be right i mean that's yeah. i'm still reading it but it's, it's, I have, it's like that thick. Because I got, yeah, I have volume one, it's, volume two, and then I have uh, A Year in the Life, Avengers and, Scar- uh, the S- and Scarlet Witch. The wow. SRP, I, see, I think I have those original issues, but uh, the SRP on it was like 45, 45 bucks. I'm like, no fucking way. It's thick, though. Like, it, it looks thin, thick. but dude. Oh, but it's, I should remember, yes, the words that run Every pretty page thick in there. Is, but that's the one that I read the synopsis on the mm-hmm. back that sounds like a Troy McClure movie, <laughs> where it just keeps getting nuttier and nuttier. Oh, all right. And then it's like, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's trouble that. with Doctor Strange in the Tomb of Dracula. And well, I came off. And as, guess who's coming to dinner when Spider Woman's <laughs> ghost haunts the mansion? It's I came like, off as, as as slightly arrogant. I instead I got a bobblehead of from Age of Ultron in hopes that the Vision would be in there. And on any other occasion, Captain America would be a blessing. But I was so disappointed, I threw it away at my friend's house. And I said in a tweet, "This is basically trash. I don't need this." I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Just wanted some Vision action. I really liked the way he looked in that movie. We'll get well, into that." I did a bunch of errands, <laughs> and when comic we books are errands, finally finished them 
we stopped by the CVS, and I was going to get a Mountain Dew mm-hmm. and reward myself for being such a good errand doer. <laughs> and then... A married man. I looked into... Well, on the path to the soda is the juice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in the juice area... Okay. I thought <laughs> this was going somewhere. <laughs> no, but like I just saw like a bunch of... like. It's I'll a, look it up. It's a juice bottle, and then mm-hmm. it has a character's head on it. And basically, mm-hmm. you just unscrew the head and drink, what, your juice. You drink your juice like a child. <laughs> but it was like, oh, I see Spider-Man. I see Iron Man. I see Thor. And I just Normally, I don't even look because I'm like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be the same. Tw- it's Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite to me at this yes. point. It's the same five things over and over again. <laughs> and then I look. There is a black costume Spider-Man one in the back. Whoa. There is only one, and <laughs> it's in the back. And I'm like, I... And I can see this is in your home, not oh, yeah. just in yeah, the yeah. store. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to... I am. And I open the door, and I get all the way in the back, and that's what I bought on Free Comic Book Day. The juice was really good, by the way. Okay. It was totally adequate juice. 10% of it, I'm sure. Uh, No, it was 100% juice, dog. Oh, it says on the bottle, good to grow. Hundo. So, yeah, we had, I think we all had a great Free Comic Book Day then. And uh, then it went to Dave's birthday. No, I really did. And if I, I'll I'll never get this, because I went went right to my friend's place place who are all like let's just say not dorks like professional bay area people who uh, and i'm like i just came from free comic day and they're like oh really yeah love star wars and it's really well there's me. like hold on but they're also like casual you know like oh i used to yeah i used to, i heard there's a new, the kind of people are like i heard there's a new avengers movie right. i used to read marvel comics and you guys treat me like complete shit and in situations <laughs> like that i am a total fucking expert and was commanding <laughs> the men around me with my comic book knowledge right so uh, fuck you i, I have a purpose i don't recall call treating you like shit. No, no, yeah, all, all the time. Like, everything I say is marginalized next to someone who fapped to a fucking 80s comic three weeks ago. 90s comic. 90s, 90s comic. comic. And we're just like, yeah, Chris. Anyway. Yeah. If I was gonna... Yeah. There it is. That, that's 80s, what it is. 80s but anyway, back to the two people Please. who like comics talking about this. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, had, we everybody had a free comic book day. As did our as did our uh, listeners who on the site and on Twitter like tweeted at us a lot of pictures from their free comic book days. Oh, uh, I especially liked our boy, uh, our comic reviewer John uh, Wahizel John yeah. uh, Jetpack Comics. They ha- I guess it was some like kind of informal Mark Miller contest for to do Miller World cosplay. Yeah, if you dress up as his made up character, his <laughs> the characters he owns. I just never heard Miller World, and they oh, yeah, did, and they brand. fucking won. And yeah. Miller's coming down to their comic He's store. Go to their comic book store yeah, for a sign. Miracle great. Man? No. 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 Uh, wanted? Ever heard uh, of Wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hit movie. Yep, the hit movie yes. Wanted. And the hit movie I hit dressed Matt. as Morgan Freeman. It's Look, one of those things like that and uh, The Authority and I, I random really... things I just have bare, ba- basic memories of. What's <laughs> the one where the girl has like two balls and a bag riding around her uh, hip? Like some testicles bag. like put in a bag. That's and a the scrotum, cover, buddy. The cover is like... Oh, it's I, like tied around I her. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember can't the name remember of it. The, the scrotes. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, also, I wanted to spotlight one person, too, that uh, contacted me. It was Sean, uh, listener Sean K on Twitter. He sent me an imager of, at his store, George Perez was signing stuff and was there. And, and like, wow. I had heard George Perez had been having some health problems lately, but he's looking really good health here. And he signed every copy of Sean's entire run of Crisis on Infinite Earths, wow. all 12 issues. Wow. And he commissioned a drawing of 80s-style Nightwing for him. And so there he is posed with this drawing of 80s, 80s Nightwing cool. and George Perez. It is a really I cool Wish I would have had that in the article. God damn it, it's a hell. Well, he just sent it to me. He just sent it to me over Twitter. So thanks, Sean K. Too late. All right, so but th- that is a little preface to what have you been reading? 
nothing. Chris. No, I re- like um, I was reading a bunch of stuff up until then, but like yeah, it's been nonstop busyness after that. And then uh, I got food poisoning, I think, and have kind of been shitting myself and trying to sleep. Well, that's a perfect time to read. Is on a shitter. Uh, you're true. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So see, you have been you've been found out. I got you. I mean, I've only edited like three shows and done nine streams. But here you know, we go. None here of you are gonna. Nobody listens. Gonna watch him or listen. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We streamed the new Wolfenstein while I was almost shitting out my mouth. That's fine. That's fine. We did it for two hours until I literally couldn't sit like sit up okay, anymore. So here's an angle. Hang on. Don't. You stream from the toilet. Oh, that's not a terrible Dude, idea. I feel like lied. Twitch would sit, shut that down. No, but no, no, they're not seeing it. And <laughs> we're moving on. It's so, awful. So you really didn't read anything other than the TMNT, uh, FBCD? No, I read a ton of stuff last week. I honestly can't. But like all the free comic book day stuff, like you've... Almost all of you have seen me since that moment. Like, I yeah, went right into Dave's true. thing and recorded for and then all day yeah. after oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Brad, what have you been reading? Because I have a lot of things to say uh, I've been reading. Uh, I'm still reading that Ultimate Vision. Oh, the Absolute Vision? Absolute Vision, mm-hmm. Volume 1, which I bought in a, a comic book store in the Castro mm. last fall. Because I should really go to that one. It's It was fine. I they own are, both those Absolute Vision books, too. I bought I bought them both, and I'm still getting to the first one. The first one, as I mentioned last time I talked about it on the show, which was probably many months ago at this point. <laughs> but it's just, it, well, I don't know. I don't mind. I fall, I fall asleep reading wrestling sites at this point. I, uh-huh. I, my, the time when I would read comics is weirdly <laughs> omitted. wrestling sites. Dude, I can't help it. It's, They're your new Marvel Universe. It sort of is, but it's just more of like the backstory. I love the, the business side of that stuff. It's so interesting to me. I can't. Oh, no. I do like hearing the behind-the-scenes stuff. Please, please don't be inspired to pursue that as your next career. Absolutely not. Okay, well, good. The fact, anyway, been reading that. I can't wait to read that A, lo- a Year in the Life of Vision and Scarlet Witch, which the cover is like them on a porch in Montana or <laughs> it's something. Their mo- it's their honeymoon, basically. It looks great. And I finished out New Avengers, which I've been reading regularly yeah. since uh, whenever. And I've been keeping but, up with Darth Vader and uh, stuff like that. But okay, so the New Avengers kind of has no ending because the ending's right is the ending read Secret Wars. The ending to that is read Secret Wars. The ending to the Avengers Regular book Avengers. that started in 2012 is also continued in well, Secret all right, Wars. This is going to so, get slightly spoilery to talk about Secret Wars and the Avengers free comic book day from last week too. But so Doom wasn't the bad guy, right? Uh, or was he? He was as of that book so, okay well because somebody told me that wasn't actually doom was that 616 doom i, I needed to read this i don't know but that's my problem right it's so, so fucking complicated we talked about this on aim today and it was like the problem is like i've read every issue of that comic and it's just so goddamn dense that yeah. it was my problem with infinity and it's my problem with, like he hickman does all that stuff where there's splash pages at the beginning not splash pages but like here's the players in this story mm-hmm. and it's like okay there's like four factions of people and it looks each- like a sphere grid from final fantasy yeah, and it's like they each have eight people. Got it. The last like arc for New Avengers, mm-hmm. indeci- like, like literally, I would love to actually have the actual number. I bet it's fifty characters, mm. 60, <laughs> 60 characters. Where it's like, you really want me to keep all this straight? <laughs> I, and when the original story was the Illuminati characters, yeah, trying to prevent incursions from blowing up. This I actually, Earth. and I really liked the way they laid that, that out. That was like, all really cool. But and then they're usually also, they limited people had a pivotal role in the story, not just people who were like standing around. Dozens of people that seemingly were invented for this story. Mm-hmm. The ex Nilo and Ugh, I hate his. I also hate that the shit. Guy, I hate which, the guys John Hickman makes up. Which not, all, yeah. It's like I don't know where that comes from either because this whole Avengers run mm-hmm. has been so spaced up the ass, and it's <laughs> like, is it because I, I just don't get it? Like it was so. Sp- 
space heavy the whole time, and then Infinity was all up in Avengers, and it's like, guys, like it, it just, it just seemed so much to follow, and like I, the whole, mm-hmm. they finally outed Doom. This is a kind of a spoiler for New Avengers, but it's like they find the, the whole run they've been talking about Abun Ra or whatever. Yeah, the the guy who's running the Ivory Kings or whatever. No, the Ivory Kings turned out to be the Beyonders. Uh, the little Ivory. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they they I wasn't reading that, but they start Secret Wars one with dealing with the Beyonders and yeah. Doom. I was like, kind of need to tell me that. Don't assume I read New Avengers because yeah. I'm reading Secret Wars to see the death of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I wasn't reading New Avengers. Well, I want to show you the grid. This is a grid in oh Secret my. Wars right. one. That's that's classic because this is every that's... it's six one six and Ultimate yeah. mm-hmm. and then characters that span both universes. Are they already crossing? over though yeah that's yes. what Sick no. Wars is oh, I know yeah. but, but I think it started in issue one or zero yeah issue one okay so oh, I will say now? this alright let's talk about this I yeah. will say really quick right. before we get into Secret Wars New Avengers was really great mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, had, it, I love it, first it had the, it has a DC trajectory which is really cool idea mm-hmm. executed well for about 20 issues and then it, 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 it had, the last 15 or something it has to bow to an, <laughs> uh, an event yeah and then it, and I'm also just stunned that that's the story that Marvel is like yeah well that's what that was the kickoff. That's what's going to blow up the entire right, Marvel universe. Yep. From 1961 to today, it's the story from New Avengers where the world's... The collision of planets. All the multiverses keep smashing into each other, which was cool. Mm-hmm. For the, mm-hmm. That story was, was fine. Um, but, and it's just been happening now for like Because it, like, it was like an event comic every month. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, that's fine. The problem is they would have events on top of that shit. It's like, I don't know how... These heroes can prioritize. <laughs> like, even when you say, oh, this takes place after that. No, it can't. Because <laughs> Infinity looked like it took a billion years to unfold. <laughs> Original Sin happened in the middle of all that. And yep. then Age of Ultron had just stopped. Yep. And then now also, yeah, every six minutes, another Earth is trying to collide with us. We got it. We got yeah, it. New- also, the Guardians of the Galaxy are with the X-Men in space. So none of them are here, except when they are. Avengers and New Avengers did see, like, when I... I a couple of was really, uh, some of it was really compelling, then some of it was like... Did I miss like eighteen issues? I or something? always feel like I missed reading nineteen issues at a time. But just I will say, he's so glib in his write-ups, he's yeah. like he doesn't care that you don't know something. It's just like if you, I, I do think those first maybe fifteen issues or so, twenty. I don't even know what number we're on, but it was good. Yeah. It's just it became this like really hard to follow, and I felt like I would reread pages over. It felt like I was reading a Dune novel. Yeah. Where I'm like, <laughs> I need to like wait, wait, wait which, which. What was this character's motivation? Who were they double crossing? And I'll also uh, compliment Hickman for like he made T'Challa an A level character. Like he mm-hmm. he, he I thought he wrote, writes Black Panther on a team very well. He does. Yeah. And I think he did a great job with that character. But he's just like, yeah, I'm the equal of all you guys. Like, yeah, I thought that was I cool. Should, I, I deserve to be him here. and Namor bouncing off each other was yeah. great. But then he brings in like, hey, I wasn't done with the Cabal and yes. <laughs> Proxima Midnight and the yeah. Ebony Maw. Like, no, 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 they're back, guys from the Infinity. Remember, yeah. they're back. They and it's like, sucked. I yeah. don't want them back. They don't. They're they're boring and. It's this Dragon Ball level of like, if you thought that villain was tough, well, guess what? There's another one who's just been f- <laughs> waiting in orbit, ready to come down. So I am the most powerful villain. Like, and that's Hickman does that way too much. And it's too much. So it 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 soured me on that. Uh, I also uh, shit. What was the other thing I read? 
I can't remember. Well, so then Secret Pamphlet Wars 1 was today. Secret Wars 1 was today. Well. And it was five damn dollars. Mm. Like, yeah, that's good. I'm old. still probably going to oh, read it. I've been reading uh, the Black Vortex. I kind of, I came oh, into okay. it late, but the, the Guardians X-Men crossover. Oh, yeah, that sounds mm. pretty cool. And it's fine. Yeah. Like, I I like the last crossover they did where Jean Grey got new powers, mm. although I haven't seen her use them. Yet. Oh, yeah, the trial of Jean Grey. Right. Yeah, I thought that was really that cool. That was a really good one. I like that. And well, so that's still going on. But apparently all of it's getting canceled, so, so Hickman can... Uh, so, that was the thing. Like, all right, so... I read Secret Wars 1 and also Secret Wars 0, which you did read. It was one of the free comic book day ones, uh, which was really just like, it was the one with um, the future foundation yes. kids. The preparing that was, that was cute. Like preparing that. not for uh, survival, but for abandonment. And no, well, no, running. Yeah, like, she's I, like, I did love that. She that said, cool. there, this is a no-win situation, yeah. so here's our other option, not losing. Like, yeah, let's that was get cool. out of here. I like that. All right, so. But also the idea that the ultimate universe stands any chance against the regular Marvel universe. Well, so fighting one this another? is what happened. That is issue one. It's actually, issue one starts with a bang, like, Infinity issue one just starts with a lot of people saying like I think it's standard plan 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 plan, yeah. plan 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 I paid five fucking dollars for this dude but Secret Wars <laughs> somebody <laughs> punched someone Secret Wars one starts with the planets about to collide right. and they're all fighting each other and the Ultimates are losing because they don't have half as many superheroes mm-hmm. as the Marvel universe has right and right. but then it does not to get too spoilery but then it does the thing Hickman always does where. This fight that's cool doesn't matter because a super genius had a plan the whole time. <laughs> of course. And then super genius flicks the switch and, oh, I won. Ha, ha, ha. Or whatever. And, and but, I mean, events happen in it, though. I also think I mostly got it, but I think that book will confuse the shit out of yeah, most people. I can't believe that, like... Yeah, and I don't want to just tell you I'm trashing it, the but, same writer over and over because, like, I still I still get some enjoyment out of the books that I read. It's just I get confused and frustrated. And if mm-hmm. I get confused and frustrated, <laughs> the event that's supposed to end and unite all this stuff and end the Marvel universe, which I know it'll all be undone at some point anyway, too, and that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Like I'm, I'm along for the ride. I get it. But how do you expect a new reader to pick that up and be like, I? I, I heard, just saw Age of Ultron the movie. I thought I Iron heard, Man flying around yeah, was cool. I that, want to read a comic book. I heard what this is was, this? And I what heard this, is this? And I heard this was the start of the new Marvel universe. I should. Yeah, I should be involved. Oh, I have no, I have no idea. But who is that the double edged sword here? Like, if if that this is the end of the universe, they have to appease little factions of the entire universe. In there's one got series. to be a better way. There's I mean, I know there's like there's a dick a ton way. of of spinoffs from Secret Wars. I mean, they're canceling thirty three books, including like. It only hit me today when I read Amazing Spider-Man 18, which was really good. But that's all I'll say about it. It was a nice little story. But when I got to the end, I was like, you're wrapping up some loose threads here. Why is that? Oh, there's no issue 19. Like, this is the end. Like, Amazing Spider-Man will restart with one once Secret Wars is over. Oh. Like, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that. All these new number ones when yeah. they've already had a lot of number ones thanks to Marvel Now. Yeah. All new Marvel Now. Like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just it's kind of exhausting, and I'm like, I is Wade still in Daredevil? Like, what happens? Yes. <laughs> For now, he is. Who knows? <laughs> but like, but wh- they don't want you to know. Right? They don't the, want me to know. I do trust Marvel to have have. They're pretty good at setting up good creative teams. Like for the most part, I hope Howard the Duck keeps going. And same with Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I read Vault issue five of that today. It seemed like they started so too late good. in the game. If yeah. they started after Secret Wars is announced, it's a good chance they'll hang on. I know. Um, but also, Brett, what did you think of all new, all different Avengers? 
or just the little story of five page preview well so it is the avengers it was a short story but it was a full story and it wasn't like a preview of issue one it's just its own story Mm. but it takes place after secret wars like this is it said this is farther off like this is the team of avengers that are in secret wars and they they talk about how they have little breadcrumb tales of like Falcon, sorry, Cat, Captain America, formerly Falcon, is mad at Steve Rogers for some unexplained reason. Right. They say they're not working for Tony Stark anymore, implying that who's ever in the Iron Man suit isn't Tony Stark, whoever that could be. Mm-hmm. And and also like now Miles Morales just lives there. He's like, yeah. yep, he just and is he the and it makes me ask, is he the only Spider Man or is he just the second Spider Man in that universe? Right. Is Peter still around? Like. It asks a lot of questions that don't, and it's, it's it is what it is. It's a teaser, you know. Mm-hmm. I was glad that uh, Radioactive Man got to be a character. And the original Radioactive Man guy is not the Simpsons one. Yeah, the Chinese, the evil communist. Uh, I mean, it was fine. Yeah, I, it was hard to feel anything about it. But. Okay, well, I, I like that Mark Wade's writing it. I think Mark Wade's. Cute. I'm I, Mark Wade's great. I, um. Also, okay. Him. So let me just fly through the rest of the stuff I read. Uh, I read the DC Divergence book. It was good. It establishes a new Batman. Oh, it establishes new status quo for Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all in one go. The Batman one is just it's pretty insane. I'll just tell like, look, this is out. I read it and I don't read spoilers. James Gordon is Batman now. Like Batman's gone, and then they bought a Gundam suit for James Gordon, and he's the new Batman. Batman has been missing since his final battle with the Joker. I mean, yeah, you're going to find so, out in the first issue eventually anyway. Yeah, this was a free comic uh, book no. thing. Well, well I mean, we, we were trying to avoid, avoid spoilers at the end when we were talking about uh, Endgame last week. Of, yeah, but this is free comic book day. Like, mm-hmm. this is all over the news, as right. is the second big one, which is Superman's new status quo is that, like, Lois Lane outed him. She found out he was Superman and just reported it to it's the her world. job, Henry. And so now... Superman is just dealing with like, yeah, everybody knows I'm Clark Kent now. He's just going around doing and you stuff. You don't need Clark Kent anymore, do you? That's sad to me. I mean, it also makes me feel like at the start of Batman versus Superman, they're just going to say, like, oh yeah, I tried being Clark Kent for a week, didn't work. I'm just <laughs> Superman. Who needs Clark really Kent? Really fucks with uh, David Carradine's speech. Didn't kill me. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I know, man. Peter it's Parker. bullshit. Uh, and then they also set up. It's like a Rod Serling. And then the Spider-Man is And then the Wonder Woman one <laughs> sets up that there's a, uh, a a new a new arch enemy for Wonder Woman who's called the Daughter of Darkseid and it's set up also the Darkseid anti-monitor war that's going to happen in Justice League. Well, it sounds catchy. Yeah. Uh, and I read <laughs> I, I read it was the name by a committee. <laughs> I read the Dark Circle free comic book day preview which had uh, that's in case you don't know Dark Circle is Archie Comics adult line of comics. Jesus, really? And it's really good. Like it's huh. uh it's the, quite, quite dark, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it has one called The Black Hood, which mm-hmm. is drawn by Michael Gatos, who like did... Um, cats in Spanish. <laughs> he did multiple... No, it's not. <laughs> uh, and, and there's also... The Black Hood's good. Fox is good in there. The TMNT book is a nice jumping on point, and it's an original story following up on what happened to Donatello. I gotta fly through these real quick. Okay. Being Puppycat Volume 1, it was pretty good, but a little too light, especially for a $15 book. Mm-hmm. Um, the Red Sonia first volume, Queen of Plagues by Real Simone. It's really good. I should read that. I it's, keep really, good things. it's real good. I 
I never much cared for Red Sonia. Like, never liked that universe. To, to me, Red Sonia was just like, yeah, girl in a metal bikini for dudes to, for metal well, for heavy like metal guys to jerk off to, like gold cool. key comics uh, that I couldn't be bothered. Any with. of us can jerk off. Yes. I guess, fine, sure. I mean, she's hot. Yes, force certainly. your way through it, Henry. <laughs> but, but uh, written by Gail Simone, which I got her to sign. It was that's crazy. They that's gave cool. they gave her uh, Gail Simone gives her a lot more personality, a lot more, and it's uh, one of her things is that she's like battle. She's just battle hardened, tired of killing, and kind of an alcoholic. That's just like <laughs> like when she first shows up, these guys try to steal her stuff, and she says, "Look, I could just kill you guys all here, but I'm pretty drunk, and I'd rather just not do that." And, they're, and then they're like. Oh, you know what? I don't believe it. She's like, ah, fine, and just murders them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Spider Woman number seven, mm-hmm. really Which one's good. Spider Woman. That's uh, Jessica. Jessica. Oh, it is Jessica. Yeah, okay. and she has got that's separate from Silk. Yes, who's Silk? Cindy Moon. Mm-hmm. She's a new character. She just got introduced. The clone of Peter Parker. No, she's not. She's not? No, she got all. She was also bitten by the spider the same day okay, as Peter that's Parker. Her, that's Spider Gwen is. That's just universe. Gwen from another universe who became Spider Man instead of Peter Parker. But Spider Woman is the 1970s one, Jessica. So this. And uh, and her book has gotten the Hawkeye treatment. It's now a Hawkeye book, basically, in the Hawkeye style, and it's really good. Hawkeye. I, spider Gwen? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, spider Woman. You're getting me all confused here. But it's really I good. Think we, the public. I think we just need more <laughs> spiders and more women. There are there are too many Spider-Man, spider books. The spider family. Mm. I, I like that I there's... Remember Spider's Man from Earth... You never uh, read Earth X. I like that... I haven't uh, yet. I'll read it someday. I did. Bruh. It was fun. Bruh. <laughs> but Spider... But I like that at least the Spider-Man family of books just used to be four books a month starring Spider-Man. And now that it's eight books, two of them starring Spider-Man. But for how long? I don't know. Because I mean, I assume after six until it becomes unprofitable. (laughs) (laughs) And then, lastly, a thing I read that was great was uh, the realest line of all time. (laughs) Nothing more true has ever been written in fiction ever. So you know, our friend Shane Patterson, he uh, he directed me to something from the Sony hacks, which was Kevin Feige's. Uh, notes on what to do with the Spider-Man with Amazing Spider-Man really? 2 and it was it was so great like his notes were just like why didn't they do this why didn't they do this there's all these things that were my issues with the film and that he also had like one of them one of them was that he said like quit having it may say all these wink wink nudge nudges that she knows he's Spider-Man like that's not needed it's annoying like stop doing that like Another one is, tiny note, don't think Peter would lie to Gwen about the sirens. Maybe just he downplays it? Seems like the movie switches point of views a lot. Why are we in Max's point of view during the car chase? Uh, yep. Worth looking at this playing out through Peter's point of view. And another one is like, oh, yeah. Really love Electro. Feels like you may not need the scene in his apartment, which makes him seem completely crazy and hard to relate to. Guy. And then another one. The guy might like, know what he's talking about. He's like, why? Oh, here is another good one. If you cut Richard from the opening and the plane crash, maybe you could instead do Harry coming home and seeing Norman at the top of the movie as a cold open. That would have been so much better. Uh, the, go, keep going. And then, uh, maybe cu- remind me of something I saw. A couple more here. Uh, kind of like the morgue, but hate the dancing mortician. Cliche. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Kevin Smith. Um, 
Uh, are you, oh, well, let's see here. Need to underscore capture of goblin. Maybe s- more sirens as you linger on the shot of the clock. Um, let's see here. Oh, maybe intercut the ending montage and hearing of Gwen's speech with someone going into the special project and revealing more Easter eggs and see that the rhino case has been broken into. Great way to transition to rhino ending. Jesus, they had these notes before? Yeah, he wow. had this. He saw a rough cut of the film in November before like six months ahead of time. He was saying, do this, do this. They're like, nah, no. Oh, well, it's hard to go like, yeah, we'll go reshoot, get everybody back together. (laughs) He's like the one person in that position where you usually, if he gave that to his own studio, you would go reshoot those. Okay, so here's two more right here. And they both really undercut what's so wrong with Peter in their movie universe. Not sure what Peter learns at Roosevelt is entirely correct. We're distracted by the idea that Peter became Spider-Man because of his father's blood. All this special backstory with this super scientist dad fights with the idea that Peter is a normal kid from Queen who, Queens who becomes the greatest superhero in the world. Andrew's performance is all over the place. A lot of crying and then a lot of mania. Hard to track him emotionally sometimes. It undermines his reaction to Gwen's death because he gets upset and emotional a lot. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, anything that makes Spider-Man special or unique is bad, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it's Spider Totem, whether it's my dad was a scientist, and say it was my, another my, even even the stuff in the main line of like my my parents were spies. It's like God, mm-hmm. yeah, scientists. Well, in the main oh. in the main universe, right? Because the Red yeah. Skull like yes. kidnapped. It's like they were spies. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Oh, and also instead of seeing the ghost of Captain Stacy, can we just hear his voice in Peter's head and maybe flash back to the last movie? No, <laughs> don't think we should add Cap Stacy back into Car Chase. So, yeah, all these no, Dennis Leary's under contract. Dennis Leary's uh, trying to get uh, rescue me on Netflix. It it reminded me of the, the, the infuriating email that I saw or the leaked memo was the one from not female fighting, movies, the female movie one from Ike Perlman. Which yes, I am an expert on feminism. Uh, sure, I'll you, go as the agree. resident feminist. No, but in all seriousness, I am not. SJW cunts. I don't want any backlash over people. Fuck that. Never mind. Yes. But but the idea that like the email literally states, here's why it's a bad idea to do a Black Widow movie. And he puts down three films it? that failed. Electra, yeah. Supergirl, Catwoman, and Catwoman. And I'm like, in reality, out of that statement, I did. I am not an expert in what makes a good female movie, but I am an expert in what makes all of those movies bad. And not a single one of them has anything to do with them being a female superhero. Oh, they're horrendous films. They're they're that happen an to star abomination. And we talk about one of them on next week's Laser Time in depth. And it, continuity errors, like yeah, lack of lack of care. They're bad movies that they were no one's priority to make. Yes. They didn't give a uh, shit to make it any good. Yes, like, like the the eyeballs. That's that are, the problem. The eyeballs with the that female, are on female movies. Yes. in quotes as they said it. And, and like and like the the end was like, yep, that makes sense. Like, no, it fucking doesn't. And you, all you had to do was watch three movies over the course of thirty years to know that that email is bullshit. It's corporate yeah. culture in in a fucking nutshell. Why take like, a I did risk? my research. Why take a risk? Yeah, why bother? We don't yeah. have to figure this out. Like that's that's I don't know. That totally irritated me because mm-hmm. I thank God next week we go off on we go off on that subject. All right, time. listen. I feel up. Like there's some other. Let's fly mm-hmm. through the news real quick. Uh, Tom Hardy wants to be the Punisher. In an interview, he's like, I want to be the Punisher. I don't want to be a DC guy. You know know what I think about that? He should be the Punisher. Yeah, (laughs) you should be signing him right now. He should be the Punisher right now. If Tom Hardy is saying, make me the Punisher, do it. Well, and uh, pursuant to that... 
Kevin Feige in an interview just like straight up dropped what we were all thinking. Marvel Studios has back the rights to Ghost Rider, Blade, and Punisher. Really? They have them all back. that a long time ago. Okay, but all right. Well, so I didn't notice that. Or at least Ghost Rider. I thought that was... New, new, new news on Hulu this week. The movie Man-Thing just drops. Ha! That I, like, I thought I read that Lionsgate had the rights. I didn't That's know they right. made a movie in 2005. Wow, I had no idea. Uh, we can all watch it, but watch I recommend it. we don't. Um, well, Man-Thing's wife, girlfriend, mm-hmm. was in Iron Man 3. She was. She was Who's the... Uh, don't you remember? We talked about it on the commentary. She was one there. of... She was in the extremist people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bandcamp.com. Oh, you she's, she's the one listen. with like, the burnt bangs? Yep. She was the extremist lady. Uh, but yeah, I'm... They uh, apparently Feige said they're not fast tracking any of those things because right. they had cra- they have crappy movies they want to distance themselves from. It'll probably be like a, was, a PlayStation Network exclusive in like two Blade years. One and Two. Blade were, Trinity was they a long renewed time powers ago. by the way. They yeah. did. They did. Uh, I, I don't. Think I it's should a bad watch show. more of it. I, I should watch show. more. Of it. Blade Trinity was bad, but like <laughs> it's ten years. It's over ten years old at this yeah. point. Yeah. Can't meanwhile, meanwhile, Blade One is good. Yeah. And Blade 2 is a different kind of good. <laughs> well, for 1998, Blade 1 yeah. was incredible. It's very good like, for that era. Yeah. Uh, it but, was uh, the it, first real good yeah. superhero It was. Film. And it, it deserves was, more credit for that. It well, it did. That's really a, a building block to getting superhero movies in the screen. Yeah. Blade, I think Blade like did a lot. It, it made it somewhat safe to test the waters with mm-hmm. X-Men. And yep. then X-Men made it safe to test the waters with Spider-Man. And then that really is what started. I mean, Punisher needs to be a Netflix show tomorrow. Yeah, like, and that's why I'm like... they're doing stuff in that universe. Yeah. That's why it's like, you don't want to make a Punisher movie. He's too no. good for Daredevil. Well, I, I mean, I, he could just premiere in Daredevil Season 2. You gonna get Tom then, Hardy to be in a TV show? I still yeah, don't. Netflix. Fancy Netflix yeah, dude, show? Jack Black is on a new HBO series. If, like, they you, got if Kevin you get a, Spacey. Like, Kevin Spacey. If you can nail true. a shooting schedule and have him for the same amount of time, give him the same amount of money, you can totally nail a TV show. Wow. I'm convinced. Where do I sign up to buy <laughs> Netflix, you guys? Uh, see, <laughs> doesn't it feel like you're cheating? Like, you're, we're gonna keep subscribing to Netflix and keep getting this shit for free. Whether they had Daredevil <laughs> then, or not, we were never going to stop. Yeah, it's like I'm never going to like. Oh, I have to open up my email and my account. Oh, this thing I didn't pay for is here. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, in other casting news, Martin Freeman is in Cap Three That's in wonderful. an undisclosed role. He can't be Captain Britain. No, no. I, I would love to see uh, Martin Freeman get an amazing shit. Shape. There were there like, were there were some good speculation on, what, on who he might be, but it's also. I can't remember who who those were, but like I think he could just play a Craven Senator. More than like likely, he will be one of those characters that's disposable within a single film. Yeah, yeah. he will be the Sam Rockwell, the Robert yeah, Redford. Yeah, I know people want to see him in Doctor Strange with with, right. with yeah, Benedict be Cumberbatch, but uh, also there is some uh, kerfuffle about Arkham Knight season pass. Forty dollars—it's a little big, a little lot for his season pass. I, but I, but it I have comes I have the solution. DLC. I have the solution. Mm-hmm. Don't buy it. Wait for the Game of the Year edition six months later and it'll all be free. Don't buy it. Eventually you can get it for nothing. Uh, And then, lastly, there was the Suicide Squad full reveal, including one Harley Quinn. Uh, That, to me, What did you guys think? Uh, The most beautiful girl in in the universe playing uh, one of my childhood crushes. It got to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. I like Margot Robbie. I like... Harley Quinn, a great deal. What I thought was Margot Robbie is one of the most like gorgeous people in film. Were we, right were we now, sitting yeah. around when like they revealed the picture and then somebody just photoshopped Halloween Horror Nights yep. on it? Universal yeah. Halloween yeah. Horror Nights, which and, then like, really undercut it somehow. But like, I still yeah. think that's not entirely fair. I mean, like it's a little bit of a 
cornball move. Uh huh. But I, I didn't have. I did like the way everybody looked, even Killer Croc, which they showed like here's some behind. His head is so huge. Yeah, they showed behind the scenes set pieces, and it's like you can see like a boom mic, and like, but that's still Killer Croc's head. Yeah. So is that a helmet the guy is wearing? I guess it's just a lot of prosthetics over his head. I mean, just like... Uh, or they're the fakest, most orchestrated behind-the-scenes shots you've ever seen. I don't think... Because well, they've had touch-ups. Maybe. I don't know. I don't well, that could be... I mean, it could be a placed story of on-the-set shots. But there were some more shots of, of uh, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. away from him. Like, her shirt says, Daddy's Little Monster. Mm-hmm. And then on her back, it says, um, Property of the Joker. And Kind of like it. And then, like... You know, because she's not wearing her all-over costume, the mm-hmm. um, the four diamonds are just a tattoo on one of her thighs. Mm. And the thing, Didn't so when I look closer, she has a lot of tattoos. She's she's definitely. Um, I, I think that tells you again, the Joker's got tattoos. Those are those tattoos are real on that Joker outfit. I am not Joker saying the Joker can't have tattoos. He just can't have the tattoos he has. <laughs> what that totally juggalo laughing skull with it's the like jester? If, if fucking like Andrew Garfield was revealed with like amazing tattooed on his forehead <laughs> and and whip across his chest, really, and a spider logo on his shoulder. Really don't like Daddy's little monster. Um, well, uh, it's a little on the nose. It's so on the nose. It's, and a it's like nose. unless unless the finished movie is like that on the nose thing is somehow used very well, uh-huh. and that's some like linchpin to the whole movie, and it's something we can't get from stills. Then well, okay, retroactively we'll all eat our hats. But like, and I like dude, you got to manage the, the like, rollout of this information better. What I was really hoping for was like for ever, for, ever since we got schooled with Quicksilver and Days of Future mm-hmm. Past. I'm willing to like put a yeah. lot of birth on things, and until, I think and I think yeah. Margot Robbie can really be the character of Harley. Like, if you and, watch and, the scene of her denying pussy to Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street, you uh, can see how she could be like an awful, menacing person <laughs> if she if she wanted to, in in a sexy way. Yeah, I mean, but like that was a great scene with her. That yeah. was she was fucking fantastic in that scene. Yeah, um, uh, and 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 all in a joke in a, a Harley Quinn voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, but but sort of like I guess Leto is a huge part of this film or a small part. Well, he's not a member of the squad. That's yeah. what confuses me because I don't know much about Suicide Squad. But well, I thought they were villains who are hired to do like antihero work, right? Yeah, and the Joker's yeah. the Joker is non negotiable. He wouldn't join the Suicide yeah. Squad, right. so it makes sense he wouldn't be a member. And my heart was kind of on. Um, Harley Quinn being the center and seeing she's the center of that photo and seeing yeah and seeing her yeah Will Smith is strangely off to the side He's to the side yeah and you can barely recognize him when you're like there. you're not thinking oh that's Will Smith there. um but I there's did also see, Captain Boomerang there too I don't know if you caught him I love please I man. love Harley's origin story which is yeah. pretty fucking dark and I don't even I, know if you'd want I to put that on film that. I hope they keep that um, I love her origin story me too and like that we know there's a Joker in the film and I ho- mm-hmm. I just hope that's a big part of it. Well, but, okay, so this was something pointed out by Erica Mullen on Twitter, mm-hmm. who she is the artist on Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, so she is the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, she pointed out that m- not just Harley, not just the Joker, but also like um, Deadshot and a few others, they have tons of writing on their clothes. <laughs> and she points out that, like, this is the weirdest misdirect of show don't tell that she's ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, no, put all their reasoning on their clothes. Have it say everything on them. Explain it all. Like that's just Can't so. Can we tell weird. them like 
put their logo on their clothing, <laughs> and you can sell that. Yeah, I think the Deadshot outfit is good. Yeah. Like, he's got his wrist-mounted guns, which is Did Deadshot's Did you see the exclusive for? reveal on Will Smith's page? Which what, is him with the mask on? With the mask on. Yeah. And I just love that his, is, his Facebook page got to break that. Yeah, with without his face. And it probably did fantastic. Yeah. Like, well, And that dopey, like, it's kind of a dopey mask, but I love it with the, you know, red yeah, shy, sight on it. But I also feel like... He looks like he a Metal will, Gear character. He will wear that. He does, but no. He'll wear I, that less than 60 seconds. He, I... I'm saying ten minutes. No, in, in five less, minutes. I say five minutes. Unless so. that's how you get Will Smith in a movie. Oh, what? you he's, appear. You he's appear really only in it for every unmasked scene, minutes. and it's a body yes, double. Yes, and then for you're a voice other. for every other one. That's brilliant if they uh, did that. Yeah. That would be smart. That would be smart. Oh, but brilliant. then it's like, well, how does the Joker fit into that movie? Then if he's not, they could like, be breaking into Arkham and they meet the Joker there. But then that. Harley would know. Their like they would could, send Harley. Their target could be the Joker. But she already. But Harley, why would Harley do that? If she's covered in things that say Joker, but this property, is good. This is property good. of the Joker. This is good. Getting us interested in it, I guess. This is good. All we right. don't see where it's going. I That's swear good. to God, I'm not an anti fucking DC movie person. Period. Anti DC person. Period. But uh, holy shit, I would like this to go to a great place. And I think this movie probably has the best potential. Uh, it's the most interesting that they did. It, well, well they, like that any of the companies could have gone with. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like, okay. I feel like they had to have something interesting in mind to do that because that's not something that comes to mind when people say comics No, it's like DC. the fact that that movie is going to come out before a Wonder Woman movie yeah. is like, that's such a weird choice, but maybe that works. Maybe. We, we will see. All right, so that's it for the regular episode. We're going to take a break. When we come back, all Age of Ultron spoilers all the time, sharing our opinions. Had a full show already, people. Yeah, but enjoy even more right when we get back. Woo! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the break. Uh, this week's episode of Cape Crisis. Boy, oh boy, do we have a fun, lengthy Avengers conversation coming up for you in the second half here. This is this is a big old episode. I want to say a big old thanks to everybody who has been supporting LaserTimePodcast.com and Cape Crisis and me in the last couple weeks. And again, you know, everybody who's been buying the commentaries on LaserTime.BandCamp.com has been really helpful. If you haven't picked it up yet, I'm telling you, you want to listen to the commentary tracks for Avengers and Iron Man 3 with us to enjoy the film with your friends. You want to catch up on these films around Age of Ultron. If you haven't listened yet, give it a listen. And I've been loving the feedback. Who knows? Maybe we'll do more of the Marvel films. I wouldn't mind that. I would not. Also, I wanted to tell you guys, go to iTunes, subscribe, uh, give reviews, all that stuff. It really helps with discoverability of the podcast. Also, there's a bunch of links to Amazon on lasertimepodcast.com. You buy any of this, anything through there, not just our suggestions, but anything on there, a little bit of money comes our way at no extra cost to you, and it really helps out the site. And lastly, now it's time for Hank's Corner, pick of the week. Well, you know what? We've talked so much about Marvel and a bit of DC that let's get on the other track, another track with that. And let me just tell you, I've now read Red Sonia, Queen of Plagues, the first volume by Gail Simone, and I am a big fan of it. I never thought I'd like Red Sonia all that much. Like, I'd never, I'd never really read her stuff before. 
before. And this has turned me into a fan of Red Sonia, or at the very least, Gail Simone's version of Red Sonia. I think it's really great, and you should pick it up. There will be a link to it on Amazon to buy it for yourself. On this episode page, go to lasertimepodcast.com or go to capecrisis.com. Go to this episode page for 136 and click on that link or any of the other book suggestions. Buy them off Amazon, and again, a little bit of money comes to us. No extra cost to you. All right, and with that out of the way, it's time for our spoiler-heavy Age of Ultron discussion. Get ready, guys. Also, we are doing a giveaway for Marvel Heroes, the free-to-play PC game. You guys really love Vision and Age of Ultron? We have 10 codes to unlock Vision in that game, and we will give them away to commenters on this week's episode. So, comment on episode 136 on com. Mention the Vision, and one of you 10 will win. Good luck! Hey everybody, welcome back to part two of uh, episode 136, and once more, one last warning, it's spoiler time for Age of Ultron, so if you haven't seen it yet, you're gonna get spoiled if you keep listening. Okay, Quicksilver dies, boom, done, (laughs) alright. Um, I hope you're able to get the iPhone out of your out of your yeah. pocket fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, how about this for an intro? You are Ultron, a global peacekeeping initiative designed by Mister Stark. Our sentience integration trials have been unsuccessful, so I'm not certain what triggered you. Where's your body? I am a program. I'm without form. This feels weird. This feels wrong. I am contacting Mr. Stark now. Mr. Stark? Tell me. I am unable to access the mainframe. What are you trying to do? Having a nice talk. I'm a peacekeeping program created to help the Avengers. You are malfunctioning. Sorry, that sounded terrible. Uh, but let's just—it almost say, sounds like it was recorded. Off no, 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 no. But I think it's a good intro to Ultron, and, and one of the, despite some of the reservations I've talked with you guys about, I think are great. That's a great introduction to Ultron. Yeah. What is this? So I'm going to say my, overall, overall, just to say I enjoyed the film. I would give it Me an too. eight out of ten. Me too. Did, my problems are—I did not like it more than the first one. No, well, I, the first one was a—I don't know—a glorious fucking baby wine. Um, baby. I don't know, just like this thing you've always wanted to envision coming to the screen. Yeah. It's being brought by this guy that you really like. It was the payoff of four years. Yeah, of I don't movies. think that's the kind of thing that you can recapture again. Even mm-hmm. if this movie was excellent, I think that my problem is with my only real problems with it are in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, like because like towards the end of the film with the action sequences and the interplay between the characters, like I, this is like I have tears and a boner at the same time. This is all <laughs> working for me very much. The film, um, so uh, a common complaint I've seen about the film, I think I do agree with, is that it feels both rushed and bloated. Like it feels like yeah. there's so many well, characters and it moves so fast. I, like I did, Ultron is alive in 25 minutes. No, and or the, the age of Ultron is a two and a half days. Yeah, That's I think the title. Age. I think the title is absolutely bad. 
Like, yeah, it's, it's just it, a, like it, it Feige was, was upfront about it. It's like we went through a bunch of titles, and like that one just sounded the best. It, yeah, and it, it does. It sounds great, but it's wrong and, and, it's, and not descriptive and not second, accurate. It's the like, second time we've we've endured that with it not being accurate. Yeah, um, great. <laughs> well, well the least, comic was at least accurate. Like it wasn't because we most, none of that comic. Eighty percent of that comic took place in an age without Ultron. Well, not eighty. Well, no, he was just so dominant in that age. You'd never see him like that. Well, was, the reset when it's the magic side and the magic versus I'm tech. Pretty sure four. Four to five issues took place. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah back yeah. in time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so. yeah. no, that's true. It's just it, we at least uh, saw the Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. All right, well, least... we, let's start with the opening. So, that so op- the well, opening. Well, we didn't. I don't watch Agents of Shield. Nope. And I heard the end of that started out with them trying to go get the uh, staff, and like we can't do this. We need to call in the Avengers. But for me, who hadn't seen that, I wanted a little more justification why the Avengers decided to assemble after not this being time. not being called in during extremist yeah. emergency. So let's say the things the, the Avengers didn't go for. The Avengers didn't show up when the president was kidnapped and nope. held hostage. They did not show up when Shield, when was Shield fell apart and multiple hell carriers exploded. They didn't show up. When universes and realities were collapsing in upon themselves. In London. In London, the Avengers do not show and up. And that was the only one that said, like, yeah, Iron Man's busy. But when it was time to do go to a Hydra base in, and you could in argue, but fuck nowhere, knowing but. knowing what the staff was, which I believe they did, yes, that might be an the Avengers level scenario. I don't think they knew enough. what it was. I think Thor knew it was important, mm. but I don't think they knew what there was. Thor was Thor. like, okay, you guys come with me. Uh, but I do like most of that opening sequence. I've I've well, procured then, a copy. If you couldn't tell by, from that clip. Um, I have watched it again. It is. It's, I don't it's, approve the that. satisfying opening. In I do. It's from the Whedon school of like, let's get this bullshit started. And the well, first Avengers movie starts very fast. It's an too. exciting action opening, and to say, here's the team. They work together now. So, well, Whedon was sort of on record of saying like, I didn't want to waste time like assembling them again. You knew you wanted to see them assembled. Why not just start that way? Yeah, but I feel like I didn't really like this opening. It felt like on one hand I was like, oh, you know, this is actually just like any of a dozen comics I read where. Mm-hmm. They're just all together bantering mm-hmm. and trying to attack a castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but then when I realized that, I was like, right. But when I got to that point in the comics, it was kind of mundane. It wasn't, there was no awe or excitement with it. And I know every minute of every movie can't be that way, but it's sure. like, it started with this like, oh, there they are. And so what? Like it, it just it kind of wasn't feeling so. But well. like, and here's Hulk, like a, and it's just like here's Hulk running around random, and it's like Hulk to, here would just solve all of these problems if he's under control. And also, once the Hulk is under control, he's like not quite under control. He's mostly under. I control. did. I love the, the fact I you can the, de, the fact you can deploy him and then calm him down is like that's. I love the safe word. It's though. controlled. I, I didn't a like early. that a big. I did. I, that was good, but I also didn't like that that uh, Black Widow. One of her main jobs on the team was basically babysitter for well, the yeah, whole to point. calm down the big monster. It's like that's kind of a trope, but maybe. Fine, but whatever. like it's established later that maybe she's the best to do that for. Yeah, but like, I, going back and looking at it again, like I like the characterization. I wasn't, I wasn't sure that them. they had yeah. they were ha- in a relationship at all, but it's very clear they've been in a relationship the entire time we've been watching Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, between those two, she's been hanging out with them. Which no, they it- have been in a very serious relationship. No, they haven't. No, no, it's never conveyed on screen. But that that speech is them talking about how long they've been in a relationship. For. They, that they've been friendly. No, Cap it's, tells Cap tells him to go for it. They're at a bar together, not. convinced, and he's like, "What are you talking that about?" Does happen? Like, does yes, yes. 
Yes. So you're wrong, Chris. No, no, I still don't think so. I still like yes. they have a, they have an explicit conversation. They have an explicit yeah, conversation. Yeah, but they have. She's like, should I date her? But I they also say that should. she she does other things with other people, and like, yeah, you look like you like her. No, he said no. I, to me, to me, some of the implication that when the shower sequence, like I should have come in with you. That's not something like that's not a courtship that's that flirty. comes before a kiss. She's getting more flirty after the drinks at the bar thing, but they're I think still. You need to rewatch not, that conversation. I think you need to when you're not stoned. Good one. <laughs> All right, uh, but I didn't like that. Bear Monstrucker was just like he gets punked out so fast. So like, I'm not. That, but what did you want to see that guy do? Exactly. I like know. you need. Like uh, we've always talked about. I wish the movie started with just some boring villain and they beat him really quick and it's like that is Rhino they did that and it's like we've always like well, Strucker it's like there's no other way to deal with him like they would destroy him so fast so it's mm-hmm. like that's fine the whole movie just that, that rushed yet bloated thing is so true where it's like I, I can I can recall numerous scenes where it <laughs> slows down yeah. and they talk but I'm like which it's probably the biggest, the greatest takeaway from the first act of the movie is when they're all partying together. The, the party and then the first act the first of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The party and when they're trying, trying to pick, to pick up the hammer. the hammer. That was that was, that was a fun, such a weedy great scene of so conversation and getting to know was, the characters. That scene was fun. And it doubled as a great way to set up. You need to explain in this movie that nobody can lift the hammer but sure. Thor. Yeah. So then when somebody actually lifts it, it's an even bigger deal. Sure. Then Ultron walks out uh, for seemingly no reason is now really interested and obsessed with the Avengers and is angry with them and then like disappears and uh, you know, I have a clip of them talking it's about his boring I have this clip emotionless called... flat monotonous speech that I with also don't like doesn't reference Pinocchio like in the trailer that's yeah. my biggest issue that's uh, that's uh, that, that does work but later on but it, it was sort of here's what I wanted to ask you I thought U- Ultron came together very like abruptly he comes together too fast well so they at least in plot they do say we have three days with this thing before it goes back to Asgard and they also say Tony's not in his right mind because mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch screwed with him so she's gonna build it. He's gonna build the thing. Uh, he's gonna build Ultron, and they have to do it in three days because then the staff. Wait, goes Scarlet back. Witch hasn't screwed with him yet. Has no, she? she did in in the basement. Oh, in the basement, right? In the basement right, of things, right, she screws yeah. with his brain, yeah. and so he has to build the thing, and he only has three days. So that's why it feels so rushed because they, they, they at least have a reason for it. Do they have the staff? Yeah, they have the staff, so, and he says it's going back to Asgard in three days. We got to do this now. Well, so I mean, you know, I, I, this is not implied well enough in the movie in my opinion but makes total sense how did Ultron come to be I hadn't thought about the Tony Stark being tainted and causing the Ultron Mm. initiative but the mind gem itself inserting itself gave the schematics to him well well, but like even while he's walking out of the room infecting the programming it does make a total sense. But it's so muddy because it's like, well, some of this is an old Hydra experiment yeah. mixed with some of the things Stark made, mixed mm-hmm. with maybe something from the Mind Gem. It's like, so what the fuck is he? But the, the, where he, does he come from? He teleports back did, to Hydra and now he's in a new body. The, uh, but he doesn't teleport. He can. He just can. Well, he's, tr- he's, the internet. He is the internet and he can just... They still had an internet connection at Hydra <laughs> base, by the way. Um, and they, it, paid, they paid up. They, they... But... It, like it, the mind gem infecting the Ultron program makes sense because the rest of the time like, like what does Ultron want? Mm. And I just read some speculation on the internet that like the ult, ult, the, the gem gives Ultron the vision of what is to come no, and I, that they may not be able to survive an his, onslaught. His sure. conversation of, with Vision at the end. So that was one thing I wasn't such a fan of that I felt it undercut Ultron's threat in this film. Mm-hmm. The several times they were really talking about the Infinity Gauntlet, like no, I know, I know. 
know the Infinity Gauntlet's coming. Let me focus on Ultron now. Don't have Ultron say a line of like, they're all gonna die anyway when that next thing comes. Oh, I have a Tony clip. This could have been avoided if you hadn't played for something you don't understand. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's true that you don't get why we need this. Tony, maybe this might not be the time. Really? That's it. You just roll over, show your belly every time somebody snarls. Only when I've created a murder bot. We did. Yeah, I like that life. I love this exchange. Were we close to an interface? Well, you did something right. And you did it right here. The Avengers were supposed to be different than she. Anybody remember when I carried a nuke through a wormhole? No, it's never come up. Save New York? Never heard that. Recall that? A hostile alien army came charging through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's... That's it again. How are you guys planning on beating that? Together. <laughs> we'll lose. And we'll do that together, too. I'm, and I'm, so, and okay. I'm in the camp of excited. I love that exchange. That's a great Cap Iron Man exchange, and it's a great like having rewatched Iron Man three and like watching the smooth talking Tony Stark go quietly kind of mad. Yeah. Uh, especially, I love that. Really, what? Like, I, I love that. I love those those pieces of Stark turning into the bad guy because yeah. you see little little tiny glimpses of it, but also like that's a bullshit line. How are we going to beat it together? How, what if we well, lose? Well, it's, it's a Rob Ron American even, cap. But even like, I, even I'm like with the Iron Man, like no, no, Steve, that's not how that. It's almost works. like that's what makes Civil War a good movie. No, that's, I know, I know. But, but that was in New Avengers. One yeah. thing I really like, like when they he was part when Cap is part of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fit in because the yeah. Illuminati just says stuff like, well, we have to make these secret plans. We got to mm. manipulate all this stuff. And Cap says, no, let's just work hard together. I believe in all of us. We can do it. And Wipe then, his mind. Get him out of here. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Which and, is what happened. And so that great scene, that's a great scene of the differences in Cap. He's like, I believe in my team and we can do anything. I, I believe in us. There's always a plan. And then Iron Man is this super realist even cynical guy like no we need a better plan than we're strong together might as well burn these off while we're talking about it. i do I, this exchange was leaked uh well shown at comic-con i think and you guys were both like i don't want to see it and i applaud you for that because i did and i was oh, glad to see is it in this the movie cutting yeah i, I saw I, I did see this earth's mightiest hero pulled us apart like cotton candy seems like you walked away all right is that a problem i don't trust a guy without a dark side Call me old-fashioned. Well, let's just say you haven't seen it yet. Mm. You know Ultron's trying to tear us apart, right? Well, I guess you know. What you tell us is a bit of a question. Ben and I were doing research. That would affect the team. That would end the team. Isn't that the mission? Isn't that the why we fight? So we can end the fight? So we get to go home? Every time someone tries to win a war before it starts, innocent people die. Every time. Yes. Love that. Yes, it's a... And also when they pull away and show that Cap's wood pile is way bigger than Iron Man's. I'll steal from my pile. Funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but that just leads to another, like, the end of the movie. They're fucking pals again. Like... Yeah. It, it should. This movie should Just have ended with like some pals. actual strife. Pals again in the same way you shake hands with someone you're no longer working with and are left. But like <laughs> maybe, like, maybe. Well, it's good seeing you. Know. See you later. Bro. It was still like you're doing all right. Yeah, I'm good, man. I feel home. I, feel, I finally feel together. And it's like, 
Aren't you? Mm. Dude, you should, <laughs> I, you I should was, be a I, lot more pissed at each I listened, other. I listened to that interview that Joss Whedon did that was uh, making a bunch of stories. And I love well, that he said at the end of the film. The, wait, let's get into that. If you're talking no, about just, characters that were supposed no, to be. No, no, it's, okay. it's just the, the very end of the film where Captain America goes, Avengers! Right. He says, no, I wrote that on the page. Avengers deep breath cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I, do not fucking say the film. Don't even film it. I don't want that film. <laughs> I, I don't love want, that. I don't I want that. Captain America on film saying Avengers Assemble at wow. all. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> there, well, there was a dude behind us in the theater who when he said like, you assholes. Like, you God. It's great. You didn't really need to it see It drove that. him crazy. It's a great line. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was... Yeah. All right, so... so what you want to talk about Ultron himself? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. I got fine. a clip of him. The sooner the Avengers arrive, the sooner I can persuade Henry to undo the damage he inflicted on you. That's basically the same. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not. I, I do not mean. That pre- is from a cartoon that is I do not, not mean to preemptively give you the shit. Difference? But when I'm watching it, I'm with you. I've read, uh, you know, I haven't read as many Ultron stories as you have. Like the further we go on, like I don't, I did not expect Ultron to talk like this. Let alone sound like this. I've movie. heard people call him a sassbot. He's a sassbot. That was me, by the way. Thank you. I don't like it. I don't like the metal <laughs> lips. I don't like the metal teeth. What about the metal cheeks? Pretty good. It's terrible. <laughs> he makes the really face like nine times in this movie. <laughs> And, and uh, can I play the, the clip of God, the, the, the quippiest clip I can find of him? Which is am fun. I being too pushy? It, <laughs> All right, let's listen. Let's no, my my favorite example of that was when like he's flying away and Hulk chop jumps okay. in and Ultron just yells, "For the love of God!" Look, like, do you have that clip? No, but I have this. This is a more more evident of that kind of repartee with uh, Vision or Ultron. Two can still walk away from this. No, we will. I know you've suffered. <laughs> Captain America, God's righteous man. Pretending you could live without a war. I can't physically throw up in my mouth. But if you believe in peace, then let us keep it. I think you're confusing peace with quiet. Yeah, uh-huh. what's my brain for? I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. <laughs> Three quippy quips. That was, those it's, were funny lines. They're great lines. In a, in a vacuum, those are great lines. Totally. They're great lines, but like... Totally it, fine lines. Coming out of Ultron? Absolutely not. And I'm not and I'm not coming at it, which... And I, I know you're not totally doing that either. Like, yeah, he should sound like Ultron. But he's still a sentient robot and has no business being that <laughs> so, silly. All right. I am a huge Ultron fan, too. <laughs> this is not Ultron ripped from the pages. Right. In no way it is not. But yeah. it's based. So the idea is like he got Tony's. Some brain. of Ultron is based off of Pym, so that's part of also of like, oh my god, is part of me that evil? Mm-hmm. So with this Ultron being, even though I don't know how Tony's part of him because it's the Mind Gym slash Hydra slash some program they made. Which and Jarvis got a little Jarvis. In I there. guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. He gets some of the the stark quippiness, and mm-hmm. it's like, but that's a different fucking character. Like in the comics, they would actually invent a different robot to be the Stark version of Ultron, it, and that's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. But that's not Ultron. Do you think? And without the anger, he's just a robot that wants to kill people for some dumb reason. And I was saying, only saw, and you only saw tiny it's not personal glim- at all. You only saw tiny glimpses of his "I have to kill everybody" type thing. Well, like, so when I was the only sweet, time I felt right. like he was Ultron hmm. is when he cut Claw's arm off. When he goes like you're one of Starks, and that the the anger that he's like you think like that should have been Ultron ninety nine percent of that movie. It's fine mm-hmm. to come down. You can't have a you scre- think of this guy. You like, can't you was... can't have a screeching. Ro- and I get it. Mm-hmm. Just like you can't have a robot without teeth. Apparently, 
Uh, it's not a, look. If it was up to me, his like face would be teeth. a jack o' lantern that only lit up that lit up when he spoke. And he, he would, would speak only face. in front of sunfire <laughs> with his arms in the air. Right. It's good, right? Like, I, I get that. Like the jack o' lantern face is tough, but it, you can film around that shit. Like, I, there was some example I had where there was some stoic, unmoving face, and it's like, yeah, it's almost ah, fuck. I wish I could remember. But, vendetta. Well, no, but it was like it was <laughs> I mean, like that is true. It, it was is. like it was like another. Th- well, it's sort of like a Terminator thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where like they they the, the actors go to great lengths not to show emotion yeah, on their face, which is why it's intimidating when yeah. they do speak yeah. or move the, and, because and, and, there's and no inhum- reaction. An inhumane frankness can be terrifying. And, it's like, well, there's, it, and I get that's still human face, but mm-hmm. I don't see their dumb teeth. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, that's that's relevant. But the the anger that he shows at like. How dare you even bring him up around me? That's what I remember. That's Ultron. That like, was not, you would, but it you would talk about Pym around me. You are fucking dead. You're, you're ashes. I'll kill everyone around you. My, and that my, anger will fuel me for the rest of the movie. And it's like, there's no rage. There's no Kratos style. Like, like I will kill fucking everyone. He's more it, sarcastic. It's a sarcastic but joke the, character. The, and my thesis statement, go ahead, go which I tweeted... Hmm. And I was very pleased with because I was sitting there going like, "That's what it is." And that's, emailed it to That's me. what killed me <laughs> was when he throws him out of when Hulk leaps a mile to catch him mm-hmm. as Ultron flies away in a plane, which is already like, "Shut up!" He's like, "Oh, come on now, really?" He's, that's Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> he is Sideshow Bob, and th- in this movie, he is he is he is Sideshow Bob blowing up the dam to get rid of Springfield, and he's like Cousin Merle, really. He's he's that character. I didn't. There's like no the- stakes. He's not a threat and it's stupid he's a dumb character I didn't like that they declawed him to that extent at the end of the film like he should have been a character they just barely beat but there's no sense that they're barely winning and that he like he gets emasculated kind of it was actually when I thought about it his path is almost like Loki's too sort of yeah like at the end well especially at the end like his army's defeated each Avenger gets one good hit on him Mm -hmm. and then the last blow is from Hulk it, you know. it couldn't. There couldn't be any more, any better definition for Whedon esque than no, the, the treatment of the villain. He can't. Whedon can't write a villain that isn't smart. Who well, doesn't give quirky, funny, dial, snarky dialogue? I don't like know what the alternative is. I always appreciated that in Whedon because, like, there's. Scary as all villains are, they're not infallible, and why not throw a joke in there at their expense? Having a, like a joke is fine, but like Ultron he's, can't. Ultron he's doesn't. All jokes. Ha- Ultron doesn't have a scene. He has. The, what about the? I love whatever doesn't kill him, and he rips himself apart to reveal a bigger one. Okay, that scene. That's the other scene that bothers me. Hmm. Like it's fine, I guess. It's it's like okay, whatever. But hmm. that gets into like really I mean, she, is... Black Widow sending a communication signal that Ultron doesn't detect. Mm. But I don't that, buy that. But, but anyway, okay. but that is. That, the comics that that Ultron upgrades himself, it and gives himself and, new and bodies. And that, scene, that, that scene's fine, but it, it got to this thing where, like, God damn it, there were scenes early on when he, first of all, he just it just seems like he's so suddenly together, and there was no, mm-hmm. and because we're this far into the Marvel Universe movies, it's like you think back to like Iron Man one or Thor, mm-hmm. or there's like a sense of majesty and magic and and a wow around these characters. Ultron is actually the first, the only character outside of the twins. Although even though they kind of show up, who well, didn't have a whole movie mm. to explain why their powers are incredible? Mm. Ultron just shows up, and the first thing he does is not even yell. He like lowly, m- monotonously I'm talks. Kill all you guys, and then like shoots beams out of his hands. And it's like, dude, all the other movies explain how the fuck they can do that shit. Well, Iron, Iron Man One is like like 
multiple minutes describing repulsors. But aren't they building on our knowledge of repulsors to understand they why we are. can understand beams? They are, but it's just like he goes from like a husk to like the most advanced thing mm-hmm. that they can barely dent. How the mm-hmm. fuck is like it's just it's, 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 it's just Tony like yeah, he's just a the big second robot. encounter Tony just kills him and he's like yeah I'll be another body I'm cool but it, it takes him for fucking ever and that's and the end, end battle is like we need to destroy all of these so he can't jump into another body right it's but into it's a just, Cylon scenario but it's You're like welcome it's just it happens <laughs> too fucking fast I think the whole part, first part of the movie is a little too fast for my taste and then yeah the, the thing that finally like won me outside of him being that way. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the problems with him being that way mm-hmm. is that this movie is the closest I felt to one not being made for me. Yeah, I which in itself, which point. in itself is sort of fine because it's like I'm mm-hmm. not the center of the universe, whatever. But the problem with that is once it's not made for me slash comic book fan who's waited mm-hmm. a long time to see his movies and is happy to go see them in the theater and that's great. It got close to Transformers. Because there were no that's... there there were cuts and there were edits that reminded me of seeing the Transformers movie. Oh, like, I don't know about you need to, you need to see, you need that's to see some words. of those Ultron scenes again, man. Like there's jump cuts mm. and just weird camera shit where he's talking and then the next shot is him talking again but slightly moved out of frame and like he's making goofy mm. eyes and he's emoting and he's the butt of jokes. The canon is the joke half the time. It's not mm. because it's reverent. It's because it's being like. It's silly, right? Popcorn eating audience? It's kind of dumb. And I just got that feeling over and over again. And maybe yeah, that's because I, I like Ultron too much. Yeah, I, I didn't, I'm not seeing that. It, I mean, felt, it, felt, it came, felt close to dumb. He came from the Ultron design school. I, I, the, sorry, the Transformers design school. Yes. 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 That, so, and that, that's probably I, what's I, fueling I, I it. Talked about in, 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 I, was about to, I talked about it in the Ninja Turtles article because I was reading something about it. And like A movie pitches itself. I'm like, we need this, this these kind of effects. And like all these effects houses like jerk off all over this thing. Like We're going to build you the most badass version of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the about effects houses trying to impress Marvel. Like here's the here's the craziest design we could think of, and like holy shit, I've never seen anything like that. That's Ultron now, not really caring like if that's true to his original look. Sure, and I don't. But, but and I, like I'm watching the movie, and I'm not sitting next to you. I'm like, oh man, that's gonna piss Brett off. That yeah. is gonna piss Brett off. Like, I, I, does anyone does anyone but you're like the, the robot lips? Does anyone no. go? That's no, a no, good not, choice. I'll never stand up for the what robot human lips? on Earth goes. That's better. I didn't like the teeth in the Joker. I'm not. I'm not gonna like him on Ultron. <laughs> um, no, I know it's. It's how you get an expressive face out of a robot. Like it's a, that's how they decided to try it. I want somebody to find a new way to yes. do it other than robot yeah, lips. Yeah, I, I did assume Me, because metal at that point, lips are dumb. Because like, at that point, it's like, well, metal lips aren't going to make that sound because that's not how lips work. I it's just going to go. <laughs> our lips don't make noise. Lips all, like we, it's just. I had assumed so he has vocal cords and lips and all that shit. Marvel too? had Great. the balls to introduce this character. They had the balls to not make him a typical CG character, and they clearly did not. Uh, well, I mean, Spader was there the whole time doing. That is, like, he, that, I did like hearing that. He's, he, yeah. Spader was on set wearing a fake hat. So I know, could look and that's up. fine. It's, it's just like I, <laughs> I just, did, I did not like Ultron. I did like at that he all. was about two feet taller than everybody. But that was, like, that was. If cool. you do look close, he does gradually grow and yeah. um, become well, no, larger. Well, second body or his final body huge. is much bigger. Which like, I did like the line of like, "Are you juicing?" Because it's already ridiculous that the robot <laughs> wants to have a roided out body. Yeah. In the first form, he has, <laughs> let alone the second one. Yeah. Where he's nineteen. Fe- it doesn't matter. All right, uh, but, but on the positive side, Vision was great. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the other new characters on the hero side. Start with Vision. Mm-hmm. 
Paul Bettany, when when they cast him, like it obviously made sense of the evolution of Jarvis, and Paul Bettany is a great actor. Yeah, but I wasn't totally sure. I wasn't totally sold on him as a vision, but he was so good. He's the probably the best part of the movie to the point where I'm willing to forgive the why does Thor fly in from nowhere and shoot Mm. it with lightning, and that helps it, and he busts Um, out. Well, because the pool told him to. Are we going to talk about that? To shoot the android with light. So Joss Whedon talked about this. Did you you hear about this? Did you hear about this? There were a lot of okay. In general, Joss I'll, I'll talk is, about this more, but in general, Joss Whedon had many interviews that sounded like he was miserable about yeah. it. It's kind of like be. he's done and doesn't have to say it. He's done. He and the movie, and the movie's already nice. broken records, but yeah. not Iron Man 3's record, strangely. But so he, uh, so he said the scene in the pool was a demand from Marvel. Right. Like the and executive it, said, this has to be here, and he didn't know why it was there. Mm-hmm. And... Apparently, it gives Thor the vision to do what he does to Vision. I was deeply moved by the idea of the universe finally acknowledging the gems, what yeah. they are, what they do, and who is after them. Him finding and out about it just because the Guardians were the only ones who knew However, I didn't imagine... and so Like, at a time, I'm like, that's great. And when the more I reflected on it, like, I don't really like Thor finding it out through a magic pool. That's... <sighs> the magic pool was a bit much. He was like... Well, I need to go here from the magic pool to see stuff. Did you never I, I use started, this any started, other time? I started like, doing math, then it's like every Avengers movie, you get two gems, and then you get an Avengers movie. And <laughs> when so, he wants a ma- and he wanted a magic telegram from Asgard. Well, I, so, like that was, that was my separate thing. I'm just wondering that it, it takes you're introduced to more gems, but they realize what they do. You get two mm-hmm. per movie essentially, and now there's still two missing, right? Yeah, two we, per phase. Yeah, uh, we don't two, have, we don't yeah. have two per phase. Or, uh, but then it just it reminded me that reality, that no reality, uh, time, space, time, yeah. space is there. Soul and um, time, soul and time. Uh, that, that Infinity War number one will be like I think will be the pers- Thanos' pursuit of the gems. And then he gets and then, it at the, and then Infinity at the War end of the 2 film. will be Infinity Gauntlet. Probably. Which is exciting to me because like, I think the Thanos quest is a lot of fun. Or did Which you... is him getting the gems. Yeah. And, and I think and that, that, it, will be infi- that will be Infinity War part and if one. part one is him actually doing it, that's actually pretty cool. And it cool. makes the stinger more exciting than most people took it for, including yeah. me, where it's like, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's your Infinity War part one. It is, um, but that, uh, I think I that I think that means more the, I think that, that means the Guardians will have a, a fierce scrape up with Thanos. Yeah, and I think I uh, mean Guardians of the Galaxy Two has to have a gem in it. Like, yeah, they're I, the they're the first movie to really be like these are gems and this is what they yeah. are. And I feel like I don't know. My speculation for Guardians is I mean you got to get Adam Warlock, maybe High Evolutionary, mm. and either the Time or Soul Gem. But the, the story behind it was that Joss Whedon did not want that scene in the movie. That was right. forced upon him, and, he, and a lot has been. I think he was and kind then of they joking. Said they were going to cut a I scene. I think he was kind of joking. They were like, he was like, we need these scenes of them going through their torment from Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And the balance was well, if you're going to keep those, which also I feel like most of those were ultimately pointless. Those dreams, they, kind of. I mean, they, it was just to they, give some backstory. It was. I think they were like, to provide some Marvel anyone, Universe cameos. Woo, woo. Did anyone so seeing the movie cameos. not get that Cap was a man out of time? Well, uh, Scarlet was the Scarlet one. Witches where, are, no, uh, everybody Black wants Widows. Black Widow. Black Widows was good because it yeah. actually was referenced later and affected her character. Mm-hmm. Cap, but no, I, I don't. I, I watched it. it again and I don't understand what that place was that Thor went to. Why those visions appeared to him, and what of those visions decided he needed to make vision yeah, immediately. Yeah, but it was cool to see Idris Elba there. Nor, and nor what, what like I apparently they filmed Loki in that scene too, did. and they're like, ah, this didn't feel right. Let's cut him. And you just assume that Jarvis's operational matrix can beat Ultron's. Jarvis has been beating him from inside without knowing. 
This is the opportunity. We can create Ultron's perfect self without the homicidal glitches he thinks are his winning personality. We have to. I know what everyone's going to say, but they're already saying it. We're mad scientists. We're monsters, buddy. We've got to own it. I did I like those lines, but uh, I don't understand why Tony Stark decided to make Vision. I don't I don't understand why. Because it was the only thing that could counter Ultron and he can put Jarvis in there and what, he loves Jarvis. What evidence was there that making another Ultron was going to fight help Ultron? I know. Let he alone why, why, why he would need to be awakened by Thor's lightning and imbued well, with the mind gem. Well, they didn't know that Thor's lightning would be the thing that fixed it and that he needed the mind gem. But it, that's well, like he the, doesn't have the mind gem in the comics. It is the clumsiest thing I think I've seen in the Marvel universe. Or at least the like, yeah. most ill-explained. It, well, that's what I get with the Transformers, cinematic universe. the Transformers thing where it's like it just feels like things happen. Mm-hmm. To get them somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, did, and it, it, make, leads, did it make sense? I don't really it care. It leads to my favorite thing about the movie. True. Yes. Thank you, Dorkly, for quoting my Age of Ultron review, which was just writing Vision over and over in all caps. Mm-hmm. That was, like, uh, the most haunting scene I watched recently again is him coming out of there and coming to the window of New York yeah. City and slowly forming his clothes and apologizing yeah. to everybody. I, I love that little subtle scene. Great. I love the subtle bit where he just, he looks at Thor's cape mm-hmm. and he decides he wants he, a, he cape a cape and he just makes it. <laughs> That's that simple. Yeah, and that he's learning his phasing powers and that he just, like... But the phasing powers, too, was, a th- like, for, by, by and large, the vision was great. Mm-hmm. Paul Benny did a great job. The makeup was fantastic. That, that makeup was crazy. I don't like, know what it was. Like, it was, I did believe it as a synthetic object. It was great. Like, his delivery, him picking up the hammer was a genuine shock moment. See, that I thought was that great. was going to bother you guys more. No, no not I at all. like that. I thought I like that, that, was a gr- that was and, great. And it was also good writing shorthand of, well, why would these people trust him? Yeah. He's like, here, there, I picked up the hammer. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I'm, freak, I'm no. Afraid. That makes that makes some sense. I just figured the comic nerd. And no, I mean, like, I I don't know if he has. How any, many people have done that? I mean, Cap has, and they did yeah. in the movie. So. I mean, robots can't, but also, I mean, a robot, just any old robot in the MCU can't pick it up just because they're a robot. Well, I know, but, it, but I didn't know it was based on who was purest of heart. Or yeah. it's like worthy, but he's like Captain Planet is, can pick it up. And when yeah. you mix in the mind gem with that, that also sure. makes him like cosmically pure yeah. as well. I, and I, again, I think a lot of well, some. Of my problems with Vision and Ultron have to do with my underestimation of the Mind Gem. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, I mean, it's a it lets you have everything of the mind. You mm-hmm. know every mind in the universe, mm-hmm. not not mind. on its own. Which okay, is, it which, has to be backed up by the power. Which is weird too. though, because that's why I don't get like so. Because in the movie, all the heroes are kind of underpowered because it's the movies, and I get it. Like, mm-hmm. though I like but the then, Cap. Cap had a good fight scene in this one, way better yeah. than any fight scene he had in I Avengers. Love yeah, that no. sequence. It's it's the old Sean robot yelling at him. He throws him off. Yeah, the face. you funny. didn't finish. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I, even though Ultron would absolutely probably no. he was just toying around with Cap. I yeah, think- it was a weird scene because that part of me was like Ultron would have just blasted him off the damn thing by now. But I do also buy that Cap could get around that. Yeah. Would not give him a chance to do that. Mm-hmm. So that that scene was I thought was actually cool. It reminded me more of Winter Soldier yeah. of Cap being a really fucking good fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Vision's like his his marquee power is the phasing through stuff. Yeah. And again, this is a. Once. This is a character introduced in this, and he gets no magic moment. Where the first time you see him do that, it happens so fast that like some people are like, "Oh, I thought he melted through with his hands," and it's like, "No, he yeah, can yeah, fucking yeah. phase through solid matter and, and change can, his density and make himself like diamond dense." Like, like that also didn't. Did you not? Did you not? That's like, different from Diamond Dave. And, uh, <laughs> it's just like that's such a crazy power. Like that's a thing you would like. You could have a moment where the like. 
Iron Man should explain that. Well, not explain, but like ex- you show. And, and they showed, but they showed it so, so fast, fast that all you got was They showed war- it fast for a roadie joke. Yeah, for him mm. to go, what? <laughs> but it was like, it, but it happened so quick, it was just like, Roadie uh, was I fun. I liked Roadie. That was yeah, I did. I was he glad was to have great. him on board. He was great Falcon got less to do, but Roadie was cool. I liked <laughs> he, him. he showed up for five, four seconds. One that Roadie, nah, he at was the in end. the party, too. He was in the party was, and at the end. He was mm-hmm. at the party? Yeah. Yeah. He has that little mm. it, conversation with Cap, with Cap. At the party. Oh, um, but yeah. And did you he, like this scene? And then nope. he was War Machine, and actually War Machine, like yeah, and full on War Machine. Like that's that's what I liked. I turned that key and dropped this rock a little early, and it's still billions dead. And you can't stop that. I am Thor, son of Odin, and as long as there is life in my breast, I am running out of things to say. Are you ready? <laughs> I like that. I, I like that scene. But to that too, that to me starts to feel like Thor's the butt of the joke with no, his flowery no, no. speech. It was Thor joking. Thor has okay. There were a couple scenes in this film that was said that showed Thor's lived on Earth now for probably like nine months, let's say, or six months. He's getting more accustomed to Earth ways. Like he's been shacking up with Jane Foster. He's got a new set of clothes. Thank you. Thanks to Natalie Portman. Yeah, he knows what's up. And so he's got a better sense of humor and he's more earthly now. And so him joking around with his flowery speech, like, I kind of liked that. How I long liked is, that. How long has Thor lived in the Marvel Universe? In the comics? What? In the comics? Does he does he make jokes about his heritage and... He may not. <laughs> trivialize no. the... Um, in the ultimate... As a member ultimate, of the Ultimates, yeah. totally. Well... He, he and Tony Stark enough. are the quippiest of friends. Right. <laughs> yes. um, I don't know. Like that. I just. Uh, okay. So what? I guess if people think that's funny, that's fine. <laughs> oh come on! That was a funny scene. I didn't I think it was. All right. Well, what about the twins? What did you feel about Scarlet Witch and? If you can't Quick maintain Thor. this accent. You probably shouldn't do she it. Didn't. I'm guessing they're gonna lighten that accent the next time she's yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, and then Quicksilver's a little over the top. That he committed a lot more to the accent. I love he wore his Adidas. That was a great scene. Yeah, yeah, and I did like that There's Bruce Banner listens to Beat by Beats by Dre. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see that on Banner. You know, that's what happens, that's, but whatever. Well, yeah. I was just praising them for that. That like If they do product placement, it's usually more subtle than it is here. More subtle than it is. So I really yeah. feel like they walked in front of like a fucking Oracle server for a second. <laughs> Probably well, did. Well, though, I still feel Man of Steel is one of the worst about it. Where they just Or also, no, actually, uh, Days of Future Past didn't have such a great scene either where they're just they were stuck with having the 70s Do you guys logo. have Pepsi here? Yeah, they, no, I, I they that's not No, one. they had all those 70s logos <laughs> of stuff but they, they, they yes. like in Quicksilver's basement in X-Men Quicksilver's basement he had like giant Pepsi logos up everywhere like why would you steal Pepsi? That's logos? and that's the only thing I, I feel like is a bit of a bummer and I'm not okay. I'm not a a huge fan of Quicksilver, mm-hmm. but the idea that like he's the only person in Avengers who gets to die. So somebody had to die. Somebody there had, to, had die. to be a death. They were, they were promising it for months. I was feeling that anyway when Every, they when the trailers have a scene where they say, "I don't think we're all coming back from this." Like somebody's got to. Whedon deliberately said he missed. He wanted to mislead everybody during the movie and yeah. the promotional materials to think it was Hawkeye. I have said. I had said on yeah. this podcast before. I predicted Hawkeye. 
I fell right into Joss's trap. I think like he even has the scene he talks about it in interviews where he said he put in the scene of them saying not all of us are coming back. Shoot, to, cut to Hawkeye looking at pictures of his family. Mm-hmm. You give him everything to lose. Like he may as well have just said like it's my last day of I mean, retirement, man. Yeah. Just watching that scene again, him like the, the slow motion and him running after the kid, and like yeah. that's how everybody does. That's exactly, and that was a good use of movie language to misdirect people mm-hmm. into thinking something wasn't going to happen. And but though I, think I did a, think it was a little too clever to have Quicksilver literally say, bet you didn't see that coming, because mm-hmm. he's like, I bet you thought that guy was going to die, not me. Well, I'm dead. But I'm also confused. Like, after first that happened, Ultron is flying a Quinjet around with a Gatling gun <laughs> yeah. and just stops shooting? Yeah. Well, he flew over them. Yeah, oh, it was okay. a flyover. <laughs> yeah, he, it was a flyover. Got it. Yeah. What? It's a fast jet, man. You know how fast it got to us? Block Vatia or wherever the fuck they were. Also, those bullets, those bullets are like twelve inches long. He's yeah, not, he should have been in pieces. He's not going to be he's standing not, up. Well, no. he also said that like they did definitely they shoot a scene him. like woof. That was close. I'm Quicksilver and I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, like, that scene. No, they, what that scene is absolutely they said shot. They, they said they filmed a scene of him with the rest of the new Avengers from the end. Yeah, like they filmed him there, but those were so many bullets. Like yeah. you really, I know. Like look. Agent Coulson was stabbed through the chest, and that's a pretty bad wound, too. Mm -hmm. But he was shot 40 times by, like, a thing that can take out tanks. Like, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead, and he's not really... uh, And they didn't sign him for more stuff. And that was... So that was one of the moments Mm -hmm. that kind of hurt the film for me of just feeling like... I know too much inside things. Yeah, and, and express that she knew that he wasn't signed on to more films well, if you had I to die. I didn't know that. I didn't either. But, but I did know when he died, I thought he's the one character they share with the X-Men, and they kind of hate Fox. Seemingly, right. Marvel hates Fox. And that led me to, so they don't want to share a character, so they kill that, that one. That led me to read into that a little bit, and it, it does... I, I can't. I haven't not read think, anything. About I can't. That, well, I just can't yeah. not think about it. Isn't like okay, but only this one time. Yeah, that they say <laughs> if we have Quicksilver in this too, then we're advertising the Quicksilver character, and that gives Fox like that's what I was thinking when I have Which it. just and gets I, like. Don't mean to say I'm glad he's dead, but as if anybody had to go, like Scarlet Scarlet Witch is the more interesting they character. Were, well, and they made her more interesting. They gave her more backstory. She has that scene with Hawkeye where basically says. You leave this place, you're an Avenger. Hey, like, uh, what, what scene are you talking about, Hank? Right. Okay, the city's flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. So I'm going back out there. This is my job. Okay, and I can't do my job and babysit. Doesn't matter what you did or what you were. If you go out there, you fight, and you fight to kill. Stay in here, you're good. I'll send your brother to come find you, but if you step out that door, you are an Avenger. Really really love yeah. that line. Hawkeye has some great fucking lines in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's also... Hawkeye had a lot of good funny lines. I'm not the biggest fan of Jeremy Renner these days, but I did like those... those li- he had... I think Joss was trying to repair him because, like, he it's he weird. got the worst deal in the first movie. <laughs> well, he got the worst deal, and, and I would... That was one of my favorite also, lines in the film, when he prevents her from doing mind control. He's like, yeah, I've been mind control once. I'm not doing this twice. He got like, the worst deal in the movie, but he was also complained about it publicly, and then looking <laughs> back on it, Hawkeye is the only character we have not seen since Avengers. Yeah. One. When he could have, he told, but he is going to be in Civil War. Is he? Good. Yep. Oh, that, that, that strangely become the movie I'm most so, excited about. So, yeah. By the end of this film, when they introduce the new Avengers, or as, and it's called New Avengers Base, so yeah, I think, yeah. uh, like, 
I called Diana them. told us that is where she went to uh, to college. <laughs> I called that is, them. That is a block away from her dorm. I called them the Affordable Avengers because <laughs> all the big stars aren't Aww. on that team. It's people who are signed to newer deals who can appear in Civil War, and so it kind of makes Civil War basically Avengers three because it'll have. I would bet Hulk, uh, Cap will be running that team of Avengers at least partially in Civil War if Hawkeye's in it, and like then that's where Spider Man's going to be too. Mm-hmm. And, and also Black the- Widow. And I mean, th- this movie ends with them going on a manhunt, presumably for Winter Soldier. Yeah. So. And, and also this line yeah. of uh, so this was another one. That that, that's, just, that's what uh, uh, Anthony Mackie was doing, though, right? Did that, was that the implication? Yeah, he said, he, "I've been on our little search." He's like, he's, he's, he's still looking for Bucky. Stuff. But that okay, Spider Man was almost at the end of that movie. That's, that's true. He wanted him there, and they're like, "Well, we haven't finished the deal with Sony yet. We can't have him there." Then, after it's done filming, they say, hey, we can have Spider-Man. He's like, well, it's too late. Like, I finished it. We're not sticking him in there now. It doesn't yeah. fit. You know that we were that close, yeah. that close. I, that I was, part Marvel. of me was fingers and crossed. And Captain Marvel mm-hmm. was supposed to be there, too, but she's not cast yet, so they couldn't yeah. put her there I mean, either. that's too soon. You know, if anything, like, She should be introduced in her own movie. Like, I don't probably. want to just see her standing with Vision. Yeah. And, I was surprised with all the Wakanda stuff. There was no, was, like... Yeah. No, so, well, somebody did point out to me the Wakanda is mentioned in the exact same throwaway line in Iron Man 2. Yeah. This, is, this yeah. is where a metal comes from. Yeah, but I'm and, just surprised they were there and Black Panther yeah. didn't come up. Yeah. Or T'Challa or, or anybody. Because well, he, like, he's been cast for what feels like an eternity. I guess it's probably not that just long. Just less than a year. Yeah. But and the movie is not for two years? It's 2018. Really? Yep. Black Panther? Yeah, look. I thought it was fall no, no, 17. Spider-Man shifted everything. No, Spider-Man moved everything Right, down. I thought it was fall 17. Oh, that's Ragnarok, isn't yeah, it? 2016, mm-hmm. no. 2016 is Cap and Thor. 2017 is Guardian, Spider-Man, and... Uh, oh, no, you never read... Yeah, Thor. Man, what else is... No, it's Cap and another... No. Strange is next Cap and Strange mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. Thor, uh, Spider-Man, and... Black Panther. And Bla- no. No, Ragnarok. And Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Sorry. In that, the year after, then Black Panther, then Avengers Part One, Infinity Part One, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Infinity Part Two, Inhumans, me on. Inhumans. but oh, also Guardians Two is 2017. So, Jesus. so yeah, pretty packed schedule. Ugh. And as and as I said to you guys, July 2018, in the same month, <laughs> Black Panther, a yet to be named X Men movie, Aquaman, animated Spider Man film from Sony. Jesus Christ, that is July 2018. <laughs> gonna Jesus bet some Christ. of those move. Somebody's got to. Gonna bet that, that Aquaman movie man. doesn't make that date. <laughs> oh, poor Jason. Mola. I just wish there was no such thing as an animated Spider Man movie. Don't you bet it'll just... Like, they just haven't signed Lego yet, but it will be the Lego Spider-Man movie, don't you think? That's never impressed me, seeing Spider-Man. All right, also, the Hulkbuster fight was cool, but I wish they hadn't shown so much. I got no enjoyment out of that at all, really. Really? Because they showed so much. I didn't even, even, like, seek it out. Like, I was kind of like, I don't want to see it, but, like, the one trailer had it. Mm They'd been teasing it for, like, over a year. Sure. Okay, they're going to have a Hulk fight, and then Mm -hmm. it happens, and I'm kind of like, well, what I really want is the, like, knockdown, drag-out Hulk fight. Mm-hmm. And Hulk Buster fight I've seen in comics mm-hmm. and cartoons. I've only really feel like I've read uh, everybody tries to stop the Hulk from going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is was the ulti- whole Avengers which Ultimates five and six is that is those are the two issues that got me back into comics was wow. Ultimates four, five, and six. I read those and it was Hulk lands in Manhattan, loses his mind, mm-hmm. and it's the Ultimates first <laughs> thing is to send in stop that asshole from tearing up the whole city, <laughs> and it's all about like they. Barely even can. He takes out Iron Man in basically two hits. 
Yeah, they drop a tank on him. Yep. Thor hits the crap out of him, and it's like it, it's so much. But like when it's just the Hulkbuster, for some reason, it just fell flat for me. And I, I was I couldn't really pinpoint why. If it had been just a total surprise, though, of like oh, if yeah, I had yeah. seen oh shit, the Hulkbuster. Yeah. If I had no like, idea yeah. it was coming, I would have been surprised. That's why I stopped watching the trailer. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be surprised by fucking anything. That's, that's what. If we recall, thinking back, remember that special they aired on ABC? Yeah. yeah. Before there was a, a yeah. any footage, they just showed that picture yeah. of the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. They, 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 they yeah. did. It's the, they did. The, they made the least amount of effort to put. Well, I think a, though, too, we'd have seen the toy. We'd have got mm-hmm. like True. people would have known about the toy. There's, there's just so many moving. And parts I was wrong. I predicted that Tony Stark was not in the Hulkbuster armor because, totally like, was. it's not. It's you can't just do that now. Really, so, not, it's not exciting. I wanted to go over a couple like fun Easter eggs I read about there mm. in the film. So one, when they find uh, Ultron on the throne, he has a red thing over his head. That's a reference to he was originally the Crimson Cowl. Mm. He was he pretended to be the evil villain Crimson Cowl, and then reveals himself to be Ultron in his first appearance. Mm. So that's an, a reference to that. They have a scene, so the new AI that Tony uses is called Friday, mm-hmm. but among those AIs was also Jocasta, oh, which yeah. was another AI, a really weird thing where Ultron built the perfect mate who is Wasp, a.k.a. his dad's wife. Yeah. So, it's really creepy, and Ultron. And a story about giving her skin that I can feel. Yep. Uh, it's really creepy, Ultron. Just yeah. saying. Uh, so there's that. There was also like definitely the Wakanda stuff. I but thought Veronica was the thing that dropped the Hulkbuster. Veronica armor. drops the Hulk, mm-hmm. Hulk armor. It was made by. It was co-made by Hulk. Hulk loves Betty. Veronica. Okay. That's what that. It's a cute little reference Got there. It. And also like I did like that Scarlet Witch had all those like her. She was doing her hand gestures. Yeah. Like that. That was cool. That was cool. I like seeing that. And, no, and and she is poised to be like a more powerful member of the team. Yeah, I mean, like, she'll be. She's on the. She's in the second tier. Before uh, she's I started higher tier. reading comics, she was like nobody. And then like something happened in the ni- mid nineties where she once they know. said, "Oh, hex is anything we want it to be." Now yeah. she actually has all well, these. It was powers. basically disassembled. Where they're like, mm-hmm. "Okay, so that uh, thing, bleh." Yeah, um, but like, but for example, like when she when she saw Quicksilver die, mm-hmm. she just drops to her knees mm-hmm. and like a shockwave goes out and. Bleh. Up some yeah. robots. I was like, "That's your chance to actually like show what How the fuck big her powers are." Yeah. Like, oh, and when Vision Vision saves her, and they look at each other. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Okay, that was the one where I, I, I was who's I sitting next to, and I fucking because that I, was cool. I like. I, I, I've said that to you guys a billion times, but I didn't have a lot of money. My parents wouldn't buy me great comics. I had to shop yeah. bargain bins for ten cent and twenty five cent old issues. So I d- fell in love with Vision through buying cheap ass comics, most of them being. Vision and Scarlet Witch. I have like all those series, mm-hmm. and seeing there's one scene where they embrace. It's very, it's kind of subtle, more subtle than I expected. I can't wait to see them try and make them fall in love <laughs> for a Hollywood audience. That'll be so. I mean, much fun. Vision's not hard to like. So mm. uh, he's also yeah. a synthesoid. He's not a robot. <laughs> oh, and the woman who uh, helps make Vision, the last name is oh, Cho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the mother of Amadeus Cho, yeah. the seventh smartest person in the world. Why was in she the in the movie? movie? To be the person who built a thing. She <laughs> I, has to be there to build a thing for all time. Like, I, I, I didn't understand why she, she was there to build a thing introduced. and probably also for an excuse to film in Korea to get a tax credit of some sort. I yeah. bet. But it was like they needed someone who was like an expert in this field to build this machine okay, as yeah. dictated by Ultron. Sure. Yeah. I'm saying because my memory is fuzzy. Like, what did you do? What it goes do you do really here? fast. What? It goes really fast. Yeah, it was, uh, so I don't know. I what? mean, it's a bummer that it's just 
my but last my, the the thing that bummed me out was just knowing it was a stop on the Marvel train. Mm-hmm. Avengers felt like when it was the close of Phase One, the first Avengers felt like yeah, this is the payoff. But this one felt like yeah. now nah, this is just well, another the, stop in the build the to Infinity. Is they announced four years of movies. <laughs> yes. Like when Avengers came yes. out, like I think we knew there was going to be an Iron Man three. Come on, there's an Empire aspect to all this. Empire Strikes Back. Well, okay, so that's this. the last. Uh, the, the, thanks for saying the that. Easter egg. That's, that's the last Easter egg that I didn't realize. Maybe you didn't notice this either, Brett. Was that every Phase Two film has somebody losing an arm? There's an arm cut off in every arm or a hand being cut off. Or a hand. It's an Empire reference, like, to Luke's hand being cut off. Everybody, like, Claw got his arm cut off in here. Uh, in It was fake, but Loki cuts off Thor's hand. Um, geez, what are the other ones here? Oh, Winter Soldier mm-hmm. lost his arm. In Guardians of the Galaxy, who lost an Groot. arm in that one? Oh, Gru loses his arm. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it happened in all of them. Somebody loses an arm. Oh, <coughs> and in Extremis, somebody gets mm-hmm. their arm cut off, too. In all those ones, like, arms, uh, it was... Uh, Aldridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody got an arm cut off. So that was just a reference they wanted to put in in Phase 2. He said it was cute. He said it was inadvertent and like, but Phase 2 is our empire. Yeah. Uh, so why not put well, it in Well, I don't scene? totally feel that at the end of Avengers and really feel like Empire It feels like Empire to me. Like Luke's arm is severed and they're going off in a complete uncertainty and possibly yeah. different But direction. this movie doesn't end with uncertainty. It's like... Doesn't you got Ultron and you got this new team yeah, and Stark Stark's cool. got a nice new car and he here's, drives away and like here, here's a little it's like we got some vague threats about Thor's future and a vision but like still feel like day to day I'm not I don't feel like they left on a big downer a sweet ending I suppose we're both disappointments <laughs> I suppose we are humans are odd they think. Order and chaos are somehow opposites and try to Not control the world. The but there is grace in their fates. I think you missed that. They're doomed. Yes. But a thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. It's a privilege to be among them. You're unbearably naive. Well... I was born yesterday. Yeah. So it, like just, it just occurred to me, it cuts away for that flash with the mind gem. That's, I don't think Ultron's gone. <sighs> because the, the big scene of killing Ultron has to do with that one body where Scarlet Witch rips his fucking heart out and squishes it. And Vision even says, I won't kill Ultron. Like, hey, but he literally he, he says, he, he says, I didn't pull it from that clip, but I. Again, he says, I, you are the last one. Mm, and then yeah. it does cut away. You don't see a lot of shit. Uh, according to Paul Bettany, that was filmed in a parking lot because Joss Whedon liked the lighting. And he, <laughs> when he, the it first, was good lighting. He realized it was in a forest when he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> so look. All right. Overall, I, I it thought great. it was real good. I really I really liked it. I think Didn't, it was great. I never hit the highs that I hit watching the original Avengers. That's I don't, think, I don't sure. think you can hit those. I don't think we'll hit those Who highs knows? again. Well, I'm really hoping I will when I see Spider-Man interact with the Avengers. I'm really hoping. Well, that's we the next see. Uncharted Water, right? That's yeah. actually a feeling mm-hmm. I haven't had. So. Yeah. So but, I think maybe maybe that is the Avengers moment you're looking for. Well, you will see. So let's for this, it was for me. It was supposed to be seeing Ultron, and yeah. that mm, that version of sorry, Ultron kind of tainted the whole movie. For sorry, me. Buddy. yeah, because he's not threatening. He's a goof, and it's not. He was yeah. a speed bump for them. Like the big threats still out there, and yeah. it, it never felt like. 
even for a second that anything was in jeopardy because I know they all have movies coming out. <laughs> I'm saying, so thinking, it's like thinking about it as as Ultron maybe possibly being infected by the mind gem, maybe seeing what's to come from outer space and Thanos and all that stuff. Maybe that helps him play a better part. Maybe he'll have a role further down the line. Maybe, maybe. Um, it doesn't help this movie. It's just mm, maybe he will. Be well, it couldn't hindsight for for you, maybe, dude. I but thought I'm, we all thought that about <laughs> Phantom Menace, like. Maybe later you, it'll, it'll make more sense. Ooh, later. You, How dare Menace, you say Age that word here? All right, I'm, I'm gonna. Just, all right, we. I'll I'm, get just it. You, I'm just saying we can't let movies retroactively like Man of Steel. We Same can't Man of Steel. Not, can't not, let a movie retroactively make something. Not better. to harp on this. I just had one more clip just because this right. was the big controversy and I didn't understand where it came from. Uh, are we getting into this? We don't have to. Like, cause, I, I mean, like people are allowed to <laughs> glean whatever they want from right, me. Just play it. I just wanted to listen to it again. In the future with me. I can't ever, I can't have this, can't, do the math, I physically can't. Neither can I. In the red room where I was trained, where I was raised, um, they have a graduation ceremony. They sterilize you. It's efficient. One less thing to worry about. The one thing that might matter more than a mission. What was the what was the big deal? Why why did why did feminists right, so not chase Joss Whedon up? If that, yeah, because that's not what happened. Not saying Joss, to... Joss Whedon had an interview with BuzzFeed where he said that's not why he left. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about feminism, especially because he said. Like, one of the first people who emailed him was Anita Sarkeesian about the whole thing. <laughs> but also what? that rabid feminists have always given me shit. Why yeah. would I leave today? Yeah, but as I understand mm-hmm. it, some people felt the issue that she says she's a monster. She mm-hmm. compares herself to a monster because she's saying she can't have children and not being a mother makes someone a monster. Or that motherhood is this ideal to reach for. That Very is the weird. reading some people have of that. I read some of that I criticism. I can see that. I can understand. I, can, but it's I like saw io9, I believe, wrote it up and... I get it, but that's not... You're imposing a lot on a very sweet scene. Well, and I might be reading more into it because I know Natasha mm. as a character. I've known her for such a long time that, like, her being sterile is not a part of her character mm. in the comics anyway. But just that she's just talking about all the things... That's why she's so that, DTF, dog. It's... Oh. It's all the things the program took from her. Yes. It's it's just about just yeah, that all she's the a stuff. Killing, she's a killing machine with no attachments to anything. Yeah. Like, that's what's our monster. And that she's slowly learning how to reach out to other people again and trust them. Like, mm-hmm. Avengers in general, the Avengers group, is all about humanizing this person who was a killer. Like, was a trained assassin brainwashed by this Russian by the Russian government. Yeah, really, and really and part it. of that is losing her thing. Also, when Hulk says do the math, my immediate brain thought, like he said, Me too. he was saying, I can't have sex with you because I'll turn into the Hulk and murder you. Like, <laughs> I, that's what it, it sounds like. That's That was my dirty mind interpretation. I, it could also the only, mean... The only difference... It could also mean my my exposure to radiation means my sperm will either kill you or I'm, I'm sterile. But to help like, you out with that, when he says do the math in that scene... He is pointing around at all uh, yeah, he's Hawkeye's, pointing at pictures, Hawkeye's stuff. Yeah. His pictures and the, the evidence this, of his children. All this. And yeah. uh, home life. Yeah. Um, yes. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, but I, again, I got do the math. I got more of like, it's an analogy, not literally yeah. like. 
I, I went straight I just, to I, Hulk having sex. That I don't want to original. Get off on a crazy thing. You just I saw some of the criticism, like yelling at Whedon. I'm like, what? What did you see that I didn't? Any reading is valid, and I've read good. Really. Ar- <laughs> I've read. I've read good arguments about why it is. I don't personally agree with it either at this moment. Like I think. I think it was just to me. It was just an example. Of another thing taken from her. She wasn't saying, mm. I'm a monster because I can't have children. Yeah, I wish I was a mother. I And I mean, it's making I, some statement about yeah. career-focused women right. versus women who stay at home and have yeah, kids. I didn't right. get that. Like I, That is She's a like, thing I don't agree with. But like, that's that's, that you that's, should, that's uh, Banner's hang-up, not hers. But saying to Banner, you don't have to worry about that shit anyway. Right. Relax. Like, I mean, it didn't even occur to me yeah, that I, that was the reading to get. For, like, it, it, is, it is something I agree with. You shouldn't... like. Mm-hmm. And just because not, just but, because pop culture tells you like having a family is the goal and you should be a mom, it's like no, don't listen to that. Yeah. So I agree. It's just I don't think I didn't get that statement from. Yeah. I didn't but, get the opposite statement from. But her. we're not women, and we haven't heard this yeah. message from society around no, no, us, not, and like so. I mean, it'd be dismissive of that. It was just the the, the criticism I saw. never failed. Like, how dare you write that misogynist scene? And then also followed by you racist homophobe and like what the fuck has yeah. happened to progressive people well Joss Whedon of all people I always figured Joss Whedon as an ally and one of the more liberal Jesus. dudes and he like he got lesbians on TV when that was a really hard, hard thing, thing to, do. to do it was really hard to have a female heroin on TV when that was a hard thing to do uh, oh, oh for prim- a second I was imagining actual heroin there. what mm-hmm. did have the prima nocta line in there which didn't help yeah prima nocta line wasn't great either but good. yeah whatever anyway I like Age, okay, Ultron. Age of Ultron I, I would like to see it again soon Onward and upwards to Ant-Man followed by the Fantastic Four which is looking which one are you going to do Elston <laughs> you're going to do both Wait, what do you mean Fantastic Four Ant-Man choose about what which one are you going to see both no you can't see both Sorry, right. I'll see neither. You'll then. be you'll be in one you'll be one camp or the other. There's no they're, two sides. They're separated by a month, so you'll have time. Uh, I'll just see them both. You guys excited about either? And you know, both have had better trailers lately, so mm. I am interested. I'm optimistic. I'm looking forward I'm to being surprised both. by both of them. My expectations for a Fox Fantastic Four movie are so couldn't be lower. Yeah, rock, that's true. Rock and, bottom, just mm-hmm. like the things. But uh-huh, man. <laughs> That's good. That's clever. Hold on. I... You're telling me you tell me make jokes more? How's a joke? <laughs> Thank you. Um, All right. Well, this episode has gone on quite long enough, it has, I'd say. And, and this my, is a double-length episode. Can I can I wave my plugs by just saying I love you guys and I love that I'm at my age and talking about an Avengers movie for this long yeah. with my friends. This makes me feel very wonderful. I had a lot of fun, Two too. people who care, too, and yeah. it's, it's it's a weird little validation of what I thought was I thought was important when I was younger and still seems to be important now. I love you guys. You're, you're my Avengers. Aw. Yes, I told me. you this is going to be our Super Bowl. Let's yeah. fuck. And also, speaking of Avengers, again, lasertime.bandcamp.com. Oh, Get those commentaries. All right. Um, <laughs> And all the other great podcasts on the Laser Time Podcast Network. Brett, do you have anything you want to talk? I mean, there was, I think there's an Avengers thing coming soon from you, right? Yeah, VGEmpire.com, Game Music Podcast. Uh, we will have a, much like we had a Spider-Man episode and an X-Men episode and a Godzilla episode, all, all tied around some movies that, that when they came out over the last few years. That's right, Terminator music, all day. No, well, there was Terminator music in the Movie Mania episode last uh, summer. 
Good, some uh, good music in there. There was good music. Rocketeer, come on. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do that soon, too. V, uh, it's a game music podcast, so uh, we just talked about video game music. And Chris, you were on Video Game Apocalypse 2 this week. Let's give them a plug. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was Cinco de Mayo, so uh, GameSpot's Ooh. Chris Waters and, uh. Uh, well, I guess Laser Times' Michael Raparez uh, <laughs> decided to band together. And the compromise on both their ideas for Cinco de Mayo were uh, games that have sombreros for no reason. Uh, and boy, Great. we found five. Wow. And I, want to, and I want to apologize to Project Cars because I was talking about a different game and selling yours. My so bad. To Project Cars. No, too bad this is where my retraction's being printed at the very end of a comic book podcast. All right. So, again, hope you guys all enjoyed Free Comic Book Day. Go to your local comic shop, buy it all. I hope you enjoyed Age of Ultron as much as we did, or more so. Tell us in the comments. That's this week's question of the week. Tell us what you thought of Age of Ultron. I didn't hate it. I just. Ultron wore on me so much, it really tainted the movie. I really did enjoy it. I wanted that The last third I thought was pretty good. I thought the whole asteroid raising the city. I thought that was cool. I loved the vision. Like, the last third saved it for me, but I was really disappointed overall. (laughs) All right. Well, so go to the forums. Tell us what you thought about it. And until next time, oh, I should say it like Stanley says it. I'm gonna kill. Did you listen to that clip today. I sent you from Jay Moore about Kelsey Graham? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. It was him and David Tell working on SNL, and they get a giant packet on every guest, so they don't have to do a shitload of research. Like, here's everything about him, and no one ever read them, but he, him, and David Tell read it, and like somewhere in here it says three of Kelsey Grammer's uh, family members were killed by sharks. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, what? Like, I'm st- look, I don't remember what exactly it said, but at least two of his family members were killed, like, eaten by sharks. And then that week, nobody read the packet and pitched him, like, seven sketches. He he said, I want to do a James Bond sketch. So, of course, every right. sketch pitched at him ends with someone being eaten by a shark. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful oh, clip. That's great. And then I looked into it, and yes, Kelsey Grammer has one of the most horrible backstories of any human being in the universe. Wow. All right. um, half his family is raped and murdered. That's your secret sound!